0: The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Damn! That's scary! So then she looked at her watch and looked at me and said... It's sodomy o'clock. I don't remember saying that. I know, right? But guess what else, dude? Huh. So since I've been in Nevada, I've discovered a lot of cool shit. Okay. Apparently. Did some you soul could, searching? Uh, soul searching, or should I say uh fire starter searching? Some digging because, around
1: in, in forbidden orifices.
0: Okay. Now this is a state that is literally on fire ninety percent of the year.
1: Yeah, it's hot. But
0: I could go I could go to like Walmart. And pick up a flamethrower for $600. Incredibly cheap. That's what I'm saying is that you come out here and you and I, we go have on it. Yeah. Like, like I'll get it. It'll be like a thing where, like, you go back to Buffalo. You could have it for, like, the weekend or, you know, like, half the week. Like, maybe, like, the even days. I'll get it for the odd days. We just got to ship it back and forth and hopefully that All the right, mailman does So I'm
1: doesn't... on Expedia.com.
0: I can be there fucking tomorrow. That's what I'm saying. Tickets. Yeah. Book. Dude, book. Boom. There you go. Let's do Let's it. Go Let's, get to Walmart. Let's get this fucking flamethrower. Let's get this fucking flamethrower and burn this motherfucker to the
1: fucking ground. Let's start dude. a forest fire that'll take over the entire state of California. Smokey won't even know what hit him. Actually, you know, do you know he's a real bear? What? Did you
0: know Smokey is like an actual, like a,
1: a at one point was a live bear.
0: Oh well, that's just like saying Shamu is a real whale.
1: I guess I don't think Smokey was as depressed as Shamu. He had a, he had a much larger environment to enjoy.
0: Yeah, he was able to walk around, and not just that, Smokey spoke perfectly good English. And he Shamu just like a he lot. did. Man. Oh, like a fiend A chain smoking left and right. But His the original, difference...
1: the original Smokey the Bear was actually a he was a Russian circus bear that was trained to smoke cigarettes in front of kids.
0: Yeah. And uh, that didn't go over so well here in the States. Yeah, but then his whole uh, family got taken out by a forest fire. So now he seeks revenge on anybody that doesn't properly put out their cigarette butts.
1: Yeah, he had uh, two of those, like, Mexican bullet belts, like, across each shoulder. (laughs) Like Yosemite Sam, yeah, and a fifty-caliber machine gun, just like, kind of like the fucking Terminator, except he was a bear, which is that's extra scary to me.
0: Wow, come with me if you want to live, guys. We're damn that damn, scary. That's scary, damn that scary, man, damn that scary. we're the that's... best
1: podcast about bears that you've ever fucking heard. I can tell you that.
0: That's right, Greg. Well, how was your
1: weekend, my man? Well, uh, compared to all that shit, kind of uneventful. But I did go on a little trip. Oh, Okay, where would you go? Did you get like an Airbnb? Well, only my favorite
0: part of the country,
1: a little town called Intercourse, Pennsylvania. You may be. Oh,
0: you should know better than to go there. You've been there before. You know what happens. Well,
1: I, I go there, you know, about once a year to to visit. Uh, you know, regularly with my old friend Tom Jones. Um, <laughs> but this time I had a, a kind of a special experience. I, I went to a very specific burger place, the Bossy Burger. The Bossy Burger. I've heard of this. Yeah. Um, Their menu sucks, but I will say uh, one thing particularly stood out to me, and it kind of made my weekend. What was it? Uh, A little masterpiece called The Bogus Burger. And I will give you $5. I will Venmo you right
0: fucking now if you can guess what that is. The Bogus Burger? Bogus Burger. I'm imagining a human meat. Close. There there might have been a little bit of human in there. Uh roadkill.
1: Also, probably. Yeah, might include that. Ostrich? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I actually I don't know the specific contents, but uh what it was was fucking bogus. If you can <laughs> believe that. It was not even a burger, man. It was two hot what? dogs on a burger bun. And then some wait a shit, wait a minute, and wait some a other minute. shit a little bit of had a little now, bit of a, a south of the border flair, so you guys in Reno might enjoy that.
0: Oh well, hey. Yeah. Now wait, wait. So no, I, I. There's been times where I've been really, thrower. I've been kind of poor, and I've done the whole like, get a couple hot dogs on a on a on a uh, you know a piece of white bread.
1: Yeah, if you get down on all fours,
0: you can eat two at once. It's <laughs> the poor man's lunch. <laughs> yes, that and some ramen. Yeah,
1: delicious crunch around those
0: noodles so how much did this bogus burger run you
1: uh about a quarter and four pennies my friend no tax turns out intercourse pennsylvania does not charge
0: sales tax if there's one thing i know about pa they're pretty lenient on the tax
1: it's a it's a paradise if you're into uh shitty fucking burgers have you taken a shit since then well, no, I there's there's other issues with that uh that department. <laughs> I did Ooh. say I was visiting Tom
0: Jones this weekend. Oh God. <laughs> I'm
1: oh. A little impacted, I will say, um, and scarred on the oh, brain and that's hearts. D-
0: just like that Denzel Washington movie training day. You have your ship pushed in, I have my ship pushed in. Yeah, I don't
1: want to admit to anything, but I will say it is not unusual. For me to go to Intercourse, Pennsylvania
0: once a year, right around Thanksgiving. It's just crazy that Tom Jones frequents that uh, Piggly Wiggly there. Oh, he lives there, yeah. Oh, okay, he that lives, makes a lot of lives, sense. He lives,
1: well, maybe not lives, he dwells underground, below the Piggly Wiggly.
0: You're waiting saying,
1: Tom... to cannibalize my virgin asshole.
0: Are you saying Tom Jones is a chud?
1: implying. Let's go with implying.
0: Oh, okay. I I see where we're getting at. I don't
1: want to say anything definitive
0: here, but... I see what we're getting at. All right. His
1: eyes were glowing in the mirror uh, as he approached me from behind in that Piggly Wiggly bathroom.
0: Ooh, guess what? There were no glowing eyes in the movie of the week, which we will get to momentarily, my friend. Oh, he was a chud. And I got some... He wasn't a chud, too. Oh, he was a chud chud. He wasn't much of a bud while he was raping me. <laughs> There's one thing I know about Bud the Chud. He loves the rape. Well, he likes, uh, he likes to eat brains, I think. Barely.
1: Mm, 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 no visible bite marks. Anyway,
0: what fuck? What movie are we talking about this week, dude? We're talking about Chud to Bud the Chud. But before oh, we get okay. into that, yeah, but because it is still Man Eater Month, the return Correct. of the Man Eater. Uh, which Whoa, Greg, I, here she comes. Watch out, boy She'll, she'll- suck your dick shoo you up yeah uh, which also Greg uh, cheers uh, excellent job on, uh, on the Wendigo uh, I, I believe that was uh, you drew it after yourself oh
1: yeah yeah that's um, that was a, a self portrait of the artist after three, three days camping
0: just like Salvador Dali used to do that shit to himself all the time or am I thinking of uh, Michelangelo I don't know it's still crazy that the fact that he was a ninja turtle he was able to do such wonderful art
1: the the way he, he splattered the paint with those nunchucks was impressive.
0: Creating, oh yeah yeah. Just yeah. Just
1: creating Mona Lisa's with every swing. Uh, he's a real
0: party dude. Beating up the foot clan. Uh okay, so Greg, yeah. before we get into a little bit of the news here, I want to talk about a movie that I had a chance to watch. I actually watched it with my dad and my uh uh my stepmom out here. Okay. Uh a family it, picture. It was a family uh a family affair. We uh, I I went to my shutter app. I saw app. a
1: couple of those on Pornhub.
0: Oh <laughs> well, wow. I mean that's a. Uh, um, Wait a minute. Was that that email you sent me that I didn't open yet? Oh, when she got stuck in the dishwasher. Um, but I uh, I I went back and I watched 2017's 2017's The Endless, okay. which was directed by, written by, and starring Justin Benson, and Aaron Moorhead. This was a uh, Lovecraft horror kind of sci-fi-ish. It was actually, and you know how I love that Lovecraft horror. You tell me, the Aaron Moorhead?
1: Yeah, from the stepsister erotica that I was just watching.
0: Uh, wait, what?
1: That's a that's a porn star name, is what I'm trying to get at.
0: Oh, Aaron oh, Moorhead. Oh,
1: oh, 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 I get it now.
0: Funny, right? What? It's we're a, we're a we're a funny podcast. This is why we pay you the big bucks. That's right? why it says horror slash comedy podcast because you're in it for the laughs. Because I recognize hilarious porn star name. Okay, continue the story. All right, uh, this movie was absolutely phenomenal. It's about yep. two brothers that receive a cryptic video message, mm-hmm. inspiring them to go and revisit a UFO death cult that they were actually involved in. I like this it. cult found them when they were kids, uh, they were pulled from a burning car, mother was dead, and they were taken into this cult, and they ended up escaping uh, in their 20s or so, and the one brother's still a little fucked up from it, uh, okay. he really wants to go back, he gets a tape, and the tape is just all kinds of fucked up, uh, so they decide to go back and just kind of like hang out with the guys for a little bit, but there's a lot of weird unexplained shit that's happening, there's a really cool part where the two brothers are shooting off guns, and uh, the the round clearly hits something invisible and kind of drops in front of them. Ooh, uh, there's an there's an excellent lake monster scene. There's a lot of crazy stuff happening, but it oh, seems to I'm a, be I'm that a sucker he's... for a good lake monster, dude. It's incredible. Uh, Delago. It's it's very hard to explain because there's so much unexplainable phenomena going on okay. at this uh, on these grounds, and there's people living around the cult too that seem to be stuck in this weird time loop where they have to commit suicide and they kind of start over again. This sounds fun, dude. It I really was, like the sound of this one. It was. So much fun. I highly recommend going on Shudder or wherever the fuck watching the endless. Eat yourself, I'd say, about 80 to 100 milligrams of edibles. Maybe a shroom or two. Eat some shrooms. i big on the shrooms for this one, my man. Uh, And the best part is... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, the best part is, is that... Uh, Nothing really gets explained, and I know that could be frustrating, but it was perfect for this movie. For that
1: style, man, you don't want to know too much. It was Um, was cosmic horror. And with Uh, that in mind, I I have to ask you the question, uh, who played the cult leader?
0: uh, No name. Tom Jones. Randy Quaid.
1: uh, Yeah, Randy Quaid. Tom Sizemore.
0: Uh, Yes, yes. Lon Chaney. Tom uh, Sizemore, what the fuck? Where did that come
1: from? I'm just I'm just thinking of a, a weird washed up out of shape actor. <laughs> Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh, come on. Hey, he's, he's my spirit animal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Love you. Uh, but yeah, I highly recommend our listeners to watch The Endless. Now, this is not a hangover movie. This is give it your all attention, turn off the lights. You'll glow, and I'll glow, eat some edibles, and enjoy this fucking picture. I cannot say enough good things about it. With the ragtop down so my head can <laughs> Great song.
1: Okay. That sounds yeah. beautiful, man. I'm, I'm definitely going to check that one out. Dude, it's, it Sounds like it's, it's right up my alley. Uh, do you remember The Void? I do, and I loved it. Yeah, it was like That's that. Estron 6 offshoot, right?
0: Yes. Uh, yeah, I... Uh, a couple uh, a couple of those guys did that
1: kri- or the the polish
0: guy yeah stephen uh, uh Kristowski. Kr- herschel herschel Kristowski. oh herschel walker yeah, yeah. Uh, walk, walk, walkerski i believe his name was i uh, yeah, yeah he's, he's uh, a, a solid director it got, excellent director uh it kind of had the vibe of the void minus the body the body horror and the uh uh the constant like i just like distress that's going on it was it was a chiller vibe and even had some yeah but it even had some subtle humor and there's actually one scene that really got me laughing man okay yeah no it was awesome uh you would you would love it if if there's one
1: thing i know cracks you up it's the handicap so i can picture what this is all about
0: (laughs) he was an (laughs) addict okay all right fair enough yeah, um, it's fun for me. Yeah,
1: so uh, if you're gonna give it, a, if you're gonna rate that out of scaries, what do you got, man?
0: A five out of five scaries. Beautiful.
1: All right, that's a so fun fucking one coming good. From you.
0: Total mindfuck. It was wow, great. You
1: don't, you don't, uh, you don't often give the five out of five.
0: No, no, that's more uh, your speed, my man. I don't uh, know about that but I am definitely gonna be. So they have a few other movies that these two made. I, uh, I'm going to. Uh, I'm. I will definitely be checking them out as well. Okay, sounds
1: like uh, sounds like a couple of guys to keep your eyes on.
0: Yeah. So I think we should totally talk about what came out uh, over the weekend. Okay. And that was finally, finally, I'm we got ourselves a trailer. Okay. A very short trailer. A nice little so just a little, little snack. Oh, just the tip. Taste. Just the tip.
1: The tip of the motorized saw <laughs>
0: effort. Yeah. Turns out you don't want to touch that tip. No, you don't! Or do you? Depends on what you're into. Okay. As if you have so many pleasures of flesh, maybe that's your thing.
1: So, let's, uh, let's state the obvious. This is the 47th film to be called The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, 48th? Yeah. Which is not a problem for me, because I love every single one of them, including all the bad ones. Um, yeah! yeah. But I have to say, this, this is a minute-long trailer, and it is a, that is a solid, densely-packed minute of awesomeness.
0: It doesn't give
1: and uh, fuck I gotta say, away. I mean, I know that's how trailers work. They show the best shit, but this is some good best shit.
0: There's, I don't uh, know, man. There, I don't think it.
1: The scene of Leatherface sawing through the floor while somebody scrambles through a crawl space is beautiful. Oh,
0: I man. love it. Frantic. And then, uh,
1: it closes with a silhouetted, uh, kind of what? What's the word? Picturesque, uh, pastoral view. God like. Uh, yeah, there you go. Of Leatherface uh bad lit this... holding up the skin mask with sun shining through. This it's, can it's be cool. This, this, is... this is this yeah. is
0: art. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, this could be compared to Charleston Heston holding up the Ten Commandments the way Leatherface is holding up his dead skin mask.
1: If if the mask started speaking uh with God's voice, I'd uh... be
0: Shall not kill. Virgin face... birth is awesome. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it will only happen once, though.
0: No, I'm pretty sure God is just like Andrew Dice Clay. Oh, remember the Virgin Mary? I fucked her. <laughs> oh, what's in your womb, bitch?
1: <laughs> and here comes Jesus. That, yeah, That's, oh, that, uh, yeah, you could Andrew Dice Clay that story. That, I'm that, sure that <laughs> cuck Joe. Well, you know how, um, you know how Gilbert Gottfried uh does like voice uh like like audiobooks like hilar- he did like good night moon and it was funny cuz cuz of his yeah, voice Yeah, he, he did 50 shades of gray. Does Andrew Dice Clay do that? Could he do if Andrew Dice Clay read the Bible I'd listen to it.
0: Just I mean, maybe not with the maybe not with the Bell's palsy, but sure. No, even better with the palsy, man.
1: I <laughs> mean, up Dice and uh, Ooh, yeah, man. I want to hear Proverbs. I want to hear
0: Revelations in Ooh. Dice's voice. Revelations with dice. Behold the pale horse. Oh! Oh, and then a number appeared, and that number is that of a human number. Oh! Oh, and his name was Death. Yeah. Oh! And it was 666 to suck in my dick. Oh! How many horsemen is that, bitch? <laughs>
1: Yeah, well that's what it would sound like. That's what, that's, uh, but that's what dice would sound like. That's what it would Our sound like. Our impressions are pretty fucking good. Dude, we're so good at this. Yeah, we practiced, unfortunately.
0: Uh, but yeah, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is also directed by Fede Alvarez, who most of you will know was the man that directed the two thousand thirteen Evil, Evil Dead, Dead and Don't Breathe. Don't breathe too. And don't oh, bre- Yes, that one well. too. Uh, yeah, uh, and you could just, from the minute trailer, you could totally tell it's his work. Yeah. And There's, he a, is... there's a
1: distinct shortness of breath, and, uh, potential for tons of blood. So, yeah. that's what yeah. I know about him.
0: I am, I, and I'm here for it, man. I am so here for it.
1: He's proved himself to be competent time and time again. He's great at the genre. Uh, visually spectacular.
0: V- um, he, has a, he
1: has a style. Yeah. He's he's signature, and I think once he gets uh, another film or two under his belt, he's gonna be very like recognizable. He already is.
0: But uh, oh, I've enjoyed totally everything is. he's done so far. Totally. I mean it's it's kind of a bummer that he's not doing the new evil dead, but okay. it's also in good hands that I'm so sorry the name of the new guy director eludes me, but Well he had his shot also... and he knocked
1: it out of the park, but I will say uh, it's also just kinda of fun to say his name. Feede.
0: Fede. You
1: know? Feede. <laughs> evil day day. I, fede. <laughs> I don't even know what nationality that is. Is that Italian? I think
0: it's uh, uh, evil dead,
1: no. fede. Alvarez is definitely not Italian, right? You like it? I think <laughs> we're, we're going in the wrong direction here. We are. We totally. And I'm going to cut it off right there because I don't think we should uh, continue with our offensive, <laughs> <laughs> offensive <laughs> nationalities.
0: No, we but, shouldn't. Uh, Hey, you liking the
1: of the Dice? <laughs> hey, hey, try try some Spanish just real quick. Just do it. Just do it. Do it. Do a Spanish fitting. Me? Yeah.
0: I Is don't there know a better. You can be.
1: No, I don't want to. I don't want to be on the hook for this. <laughs> no. All right. Well, everybody out there who's listening, imagine just the most Spanish gentleman you ever can. Um, Inigo Antonio Montoya Banderas. times ten.
0: Oh, oh that okay. Guy.
1: Okay, Inigo Montoya plus with Antonio Banderas riding on his shoulders. Swinging hot peppers around and fucking throwing tacos at you, and then and imagine... playing
0: and playing the Spanish guitar—you have to,
1: yeah, flamenco you know what? style. Honestly,
0: and just imagine I don't
1: imagine what that man's voice sounds like, and then imagine that voice saying a day. And that, that's what we're that's what we're putting in your brain right now.
0: That voice would literally be buttery sex.
1: Oh yeah, you'd uh, you'd either immediately pop an ejaculate,
0: eruption, yeah.
1: Or, um, you know, the female equivalent of that.
0: Uh, get pregnant. I think it's just a very tiny erection. Oh, the female orgasm is a myth. You know, I've, I've heard many people say that. Um,
1: many people who, who look and sound just like Micah. But, uh, <laughs> but I I, I kind of, I question whether there's real science behind that opinion. <laughs> Isn't that awkward laughter?
0: <laughs> like it's not true. <laughs> what's what's in a woman? What's in the bullpitch? <laughs> All right. So, Uh-oh. without
1: further ado, uh, and with nothing left to say, I uh, just got to apologize for something here, man. Uh, you got to a-
0: apologize?
1: Well, first off, I have to apologize for that last ten minutes of, uh, of racist banter. In, well, I, I don't know—is it, is it racist to be insensitive
0: towards Spaniards? I wasn't being insensitive. I was talking oh, I, about I how amazing was. they
1: talk. I absolutely was. Um, you
0: were. I don't know. I honestly
1: don't know if that oh, was—if if what I did was problematic. And you know what? The fact that I don't know is probably most of the problem.
0: We are so, very so just, white and ignorant.
1: Yeah, just to cover my bases, I'm going to apologize th- for that. But okay, well, me too. Also, for something a little bit more important, let's put it that way, because I don't yes. actually
0: care about Spanish
1: people. Um, I got to apologize for last episode uh, when I foolishly stated that Adrian Barbeau, and this is a real one, this is actually a real apology. Oh, you have a real one. Yeah, well, kind of. I foolishly stated that Adrian Barbeau was in Death Race 2000 last week.
0: Yeah, she wasn't. I actually. Yeah, no, not it. A- yeah. no.
1: um What I meant to say was Cannonball Run. But I, I stated it loudly and proudly. I said that she was in Death Race 2000. Well, my like dumb asshole. ass and,
0: <laughs> My dumb ass agreed with you.
1: Yeah, well, anyway, that's incorrect. She was in Cannonball Run, uh, notably displaying her cleavage for all of us to enjoy. So thank you for that, Adrian. Um, but I have to say, this is the kind of mistake that uh, we, as a podcasting duo, just can't afford to make, man. Yeah, right? We're known for our incredible diligence and attention to detail. If not for our devotion to accuracy and factual consistency, we'd have nothing of substance to talk about. Our show all would be sauce, shit.
0: Yeah. All sauce a... and no substance. Yeah,
1: exactly. Uh, we'd be little more than a couple of drunk horror fans making dick jokes to each other for two hours a week. Which, I mean... I mean... If we don't disguise that, the people are going to catch on at some point. Yeah. Uh, so I guess what I'm saying is, sorry for our podcast? Oh. It's, um, it's only going to get better from here, I promise. 100% promise it's getting better
0: Did this just We're turn improving. into Damn that sorry No it
1: turned into Thanks for listening <laughs> <laughs> Tune in next week Cause we love you, And uh you know Just uh on a very On a very mild level owning my mistake
0: Sorry Adrian Um I too want to apologize Yeah whatever I I want to <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead I mean, I, I, it's. It, you should really just apologize to Adrian Barbo's bodacious bosom.
1: Oh yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, that's that's what I was talking to the whole time. Yeah,
0: yeah make yeah, no yeah, mistake. Yeah. I was talking to the teats. She's so grandma right now, but mm-hmm. I, I imagine those things are like down to her knees.
1: Uh, in a spectacular fashion.
0: Yeah, just like uh, mixed cho- Miss Chokes on Dick from South Park, just dangling down there. Pendulous and godlike. <laughs> Is that what Edgar Allan Poe talked about, the pit and the pendulum? Exactly. Yeah. It was just Adrian Barbo's breastises <laughs> until you die. Oh, like those uh, those <laughs> clicker clack, those clickety clackers we used to play with as kids. Yeah, but they're
1: they're slapping you on one cheek and then the other, just over and over again. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's a it's eh, not a bad pendulum. No, there's, no, there's it's worse, not. There's worse pendulums out there.
0: Uh, Phil Donahue. Yeah. I'm I was going to say I'm sorry for calling you a simp last week and uh, a pansy. And I'm also sorry that, about the things that Bill Bill Maher said about you. To
1: be fair, this was all Bill Maher's fault. He's he put us up to it.
0: It was. And uh, he, was the, I, he was the lead boy. You know, uh, Phil Donahue, he had an illustrious career, especially when he covered and he was up there like no one like really remembers this or they forget back in ninety four with Nancy Kerrigan and Tanya Harding he was on the front lines every fucking day. Oh, he was mad at you... Tanya. Oh, he,
1: hated he did not Tanya. like Miss Harding.
0: No, he even went as far as to bring out the telescope uh, baton and he was he was beating the beating this stage with it. Uh uh it was you know really illustrating of...
1: the violence of that act.
0: It really, he really was. He was really into it. And Phil Donahue, we thank you for that coverage of the ice skating fiasco of 94. Yes, uh, and I would like to you,
1: enunciate again that we were only doing what Bill Maher told us to. He, he put us up to it. Which leads um, me to
0: this too. There he threatened is about, to hurt us if we didn't go along with him. He's I, like, I, don't know, I don't know how he would. I, he's an I incredibly mean, like, violent man. He's unreasonable. I, he, He's, he's literally made of, he's literally a bag of human spaghetti. And he smells like whiskey all the time. All the time, because he crawled into a bottle and hasn't found his way out yet. Yeah, like, not in a good way, though. Not, not like the way that I do. Like, the, the way that other, he does is bad. The other thing I really want to apologize for is for about five minutes before we actually got into reviewing the movie, mm. we went into a deep political rant, and it is all Bill Maher's fault. He got in our He hands. did that to us.
1: Yeah, he took us over. He's like a brain parasite. Just like Night of the Creeps. You know, the, the body that you see in that, that weird, like, hobgoblin face of Bill Maher, that's not even actually who he is. That's just the husk that he possesses. Yeah. The real, the real Bill Maher is a brain parasite. That's Haunted spaghetti. That, that man is a shambling corpse uh, with an alien stuck to its brain. And it, it, it touched us just slightly, a little bit, last week. And we, we felt the presence of it. It got in our minds and it got in our psyches. And we apologize for that yeah and uh to bill um i hope you get the radiation therapy that you need uh i don't know what they do with that if they hit you with like gamma rays x-rays
0: x-rays yeah. uh the 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 knife the gamma knife i don't know what they do
1: whatever it is whatever they have to do to to just burn that parasite off your brain clearly they haven't done it yet because you're still fucking walking and talking
0: proud but uh, you yeah. Oh he's God! Not making we're, any more
1: movies, I don't mind. Do he's We're going. We're way. going
0: too far about this now. I never want to talk about Bill Maher ever fucking again.
1: Okay. Okay. All right. All
0: right. No. All no right.
1: singing. Rule. We only have two rules on this show. One is yeah. no singing, and two is no Bill Maher. Can
0: we add a third one? Let's not be racist towards Spanish anymore. I mean, we can try,
1: but <laughs> <laughs> that's more. That's more of a guideline. Okay. We we only have two hard and fast rules. All right. The Spanish thing is a little bit more of a gray area.
0: And if anyone wants to know exactly what we're talking about, Bill
1: Because we're loco, eh. God damn it, Greg. I'm That's trying to monetize.
0: That's not even Spanish. That's
1: Mexican, I think. I'm trying. What the? I'm trying to monetize the show, man. We can still do that. Just not in, uh, you know, South America. <laughs> <laughs> there's like, there's five other continents, six. I don't know. <laughs>
0: There's plenty of world that we can sell this to. Oh, we're, I mean, the podcast doesn't reach the co- the lost continent of Lemuria uh, or Atlantis. So, I mean, I don't know. How many continents are there?
1: There's a lot of penguins in South America that we could be broadcasting to through a, a Nazi satellite. I'm pretty you sure. You know what?
0: Actually, I'm pretty sure penguins love the show. I think they
1: might be 11,000 of our listeners, <laughs> Emperor Penguins in Antarctica. <laughs> Robin Williams? Yeah, they're all strutting around. They're, they're doing like Nazi salutes to each other. <laughs> I feel like it's, uh, it's just, it's, it's historical fact at this point that Antarctica is owned and occupied by, by Nazis, right?
0: I thought it was Argentina. I think you got them mixed up. No, no, incorrect. That's a myth. So you're telling me that Megala dude, 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 dude. lives in Antarctica, uh-oh, which is uh-oh. actually uh-oh. it's not
1: it is not a continent on the, our southernmost pole. It's actually an ice wall that surrounds the entire disk that is our flat Earth. Yes. Yeah. So if you if yeah. you go too far in any one direction, you're gonna not fall. only will you find an ice wall, but if you use a telescope and look at the right time of day, you will see lines of militant penguins standing waiting to fuck you up if you get too close yeah this is science. this is what you don't learn at the high school or even collegiate level like you need a doctorate to actually understand this stuff i read a lot of scientific journals i know
0: mm-hmm. yeah, yes you can
1: trust this you can trust this as fact
0: that's right uh
1: okay well yes. that's enough of that shit <laughs> yes it certainly let's get, is let's get
0: into the fucking movie of the week Which is Nazi Penguins at the South Pole, part two. Which sounds like a better movie than that shit that you made me watch. Bud the Penguin. Bud the Penguin. We're going back to 1989, the year that the slasher died, the year that the action movie died because of Batman. The Uh, year
1: of the avocado jungle, coincidentally.
0: Yes, indeed. It seems like 1989 is our favorite year for bullfuck. And, uh... That's what this movie is. We're talking about the sequel to Chud, 1984's Chud, which, controversial opinion on on my end here, and I believe my co-host Greg actually agrees with me. What's that? Chud is fucking boring. Yeah, the first Chud, gotta say, not a whole lot of Chuds in that movie. No, there is way too much fucking dialogue. They never showed the... Yeah, they just show glowing eyes, a hand, and maybe a head. We never get to see a full-blown Chud. You do get uh, to uh,
1: awe at the acting talents of half the cast of Home Alone, though. Yeah, that's pretty cool. As a matter of fact, I think it's the prequel to Home Alone. Yeah, it turns out Kevin was actually, he's son of Chud. His, yeah. parents, his parents are Chuds. Um, and I think Joe Pesci played a Chud in Home Alone, but it was, it was very thinly hidden, very
0: veiled. I'm pretty sure that the, yeah, the Wet Bandits... That's why he wanted to bite his fingers off at the end. uh, The Wet Bandits were actually just, like, cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers this whole time.
1: Yeah, and the guy, uh, that weird Santa guy that walked around with the the salt can in the shovel, he was a chud, for sure.
0: You think so? Probably. Albert Fish? I mean, he lived like a chud. Yeah, he definitely looked like Albert Fish. That guy guy was Albert Fish. I have no doubt in my mind that uh, they were just, like, they made that character... uh, Based on Albert Fish.
1: See, that's what makes Home Alone such a complex plot is he was technically like the hero of the story, right? Like he comes in at the end and he saves young Kevin McAllister from getting his fingers nibbled off by Chud Joe Pesci. You know, if
0: he would have but, just called the cops sooner, I think it would have been fine. But well, whatever. here's the twist, man. He had
1: a bunch of pins jammed into his crotch the entire time. I heard that. they just They don't really
0: tell you about, but he was a big pervert. He was. A murderous I... pervert. Kevin McAllister actually even had a younger sister that the neighbor ate.
1: Yeah. Yeah, turned her into poo. That's what yeah. was in that garbage can that he was dragging around.
0: Yes, and that, why are we talking about this? Because it's Man Eater Month. And it's also way more interesting than the plot of the first Chud movie. Oh, God, you know what? It's more interesting than the plot in this fucking movie, too. I, well, I, don't, I don't agree with you on that one. Bud the Chud is a full-on classic, my friend. Okay, so let's go to 1989. We actually have uh, Chud 2, Bud the Chud. This script originally wasn't supposed to be Chud 2. It was just supposed to be a generic uh, yuck, yuck, ha zombie movie. Well, I heard that it was originally
1: conceived as a potential Return of the Living Dead sequel. Is that what it was? Possibly. I think it was, it was sort of intended to be that, but it just didn't quite make the cut.
0: Which so there's explains something about, uh, a lot of
1: the antics throughout and it actually explains a little bit of the the main plot structure with the, the military losing a body, yeah. zombie mayhem all hell breaking loose, and the whole like comedic approach to it.
0: So was it something that like uh, Vestron, because uh, this was done by Vestron Pictures? Yes, they got the uh, they got the rights, or somehow the rights transferred over to the name Chud. So they decided to uh, ride the coattails of the 1984 cult classic.
1: I, I think this was one of those cases where they had a script, but they didn't have a franchise, so they just kind of assigned it to one. Like, hey, Chud could use a sequel, and uh, this script loosely matches. Although, what I would I would say this. I mean, would have made a much better Return of the Living Dead uh, iteration or even something more reminiscent of like Night of the Creeps. This could have been like a Night of the Creeps too. It would have been a shittier Night of the Creeps, but it was way more similar to that than Chud. Well,
0: yeah, but also Night of the Creeps had to do with aliens, not uh, military super soldier bullshit. They
1: could have easily just thrown an alien in there. Instead of, a, instead of them injecting the Chud with a syringe, it could have just been an alien parasite that the government knew about.
0: Right? And that's very true too.
1: Although, if we want to really break it down, if we want to get down to fucking brass tacks, here, break it down. Do, 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 do. What they really intended to do was weekend at Bernie's with a zombie. That's what this
0: is. Yeah. Yeah.
1: The the first act, maybe even two acts, are straight up weekend at Bernie's antics. Where the whole main characters act. are lugging around a corpse and hoping that nobody notices. Yep. And then uh, they're trying to to recapture the corpse before it causes too much mayhem. You know what? It's more like Weekend at Bernie's 2, where uh, Bernie's corpse gets reanimated by like a voodoo curse.
0: By a song, right? Wasn't he just dancing? Yeah, and he's
1: just just walking around, just dancing. You know what? This is Weekend at Bernie's 2. I don't know what year that came out. Yeah, okay. I don't know which inspired the other, but one of these movies made the other one possible.
0: And I'm willing to bet
1: that Weekend at Bernie's 2 ripped off Bud the Chud. (laughs) (laughs) I'm saying it here, I'm saying it now unoriginal piece of shit no actually i I actually like the weekend of bernie's movies (laughs) (laughs) who doesn't yeah but uh hey i'll be goddamned if bud the chud didn't entertain the hell out of me so without further ado you want to talk about some characters a little bit of cast
0: yeah you know what do it greg do what you do best
1: all right i appreciate that enthusiasm first up we've got colonel masters who is (laughs) incredible he might be my favorite character from this whole movie uh is the head of the chud project which we all know by now stands for cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers wait say that one more time buddy cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers and i will tell you one thing they're none of those things in this movie no (laughs) they're not in this movie and actually before we go too far we should probably say um the movie poster the video about Oh, my art. God. Oh, my God. I, I, uh, all I'm All of the I'm promotional so material for this so makes you think it's going to be just like the first movie. And it is not even close. <laughs> no. Not at know, all. It, this is one of those where you rent it thinking it looks cool from the cover. But none of the chuds, none of the actual chud creatures from the first movie actually make an appearance in this movie. This is a straight-up zombie movie. And uh, I got to say, it's a little bit of a cop-out. We're bullshitting you this week. It's Cannibalism Month, but you could literally do any zombie movie and call it Cannibalism because it's humans eating humans. Yeah, I guess this is Chud too. All right, let's just fucking go with it.
0: So yeah. we've got Colonel Masters, Colonel Masters, who's played by Robert Francis Vaughn, who is we incredible. Lost... He is the best part of the movie. He's from the 1960 series, The Man from Uncle. Yeah, uh, recently it's, uh... remade, not quite as good.
1: Wait, was it? Yeah, there's a there was a uh a movie
0: a couple of years Wait, ago. Are you fucking kidding me? Mhm. It's not it's well, really not worth seeing. The 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 man from uncle actually spun off uh the girl from uncle and a bunch of other like bullshit spy series. Uh but yeah, Robert Vaughn was the man in that.
1: Yeah. He didn't make an appearance in the touchy uncle. It was a little bit of a a controversial sequel. <laughs> <laughs>
0: The Uncle he's on the all, Playground. It was part four. <laughs> also, he's also the bad guy from Superman 3. Yeah. Yeah. And uh General Woodbridge from uh, Delta Force. Yeah, the but uncle uh really smells like cigarettes. But yeah. So go ahead. What about Colonel Masters, buddy? Well, he's a no
1: nonsense military man. He loves explosions, uh, and he has a little bit of a love hate relationship with Chuds, I have to say. That's yeah, weird. He might have some of the best lines in this movie too, because he is just—he's like—he's—he's a hard-ass military colonel, but he's just wacky. Yeah, you know, in a a very specific way. It's kind of hard to describe, but we'll get to it.
0: Um, Yeah, and apparently he's the only colonel in America,
1: right? Yeah, he's—he's in charge of all chud activity across the United States. Yes. Um, which is a big job. So naturally, he has a uh, an assistant who is Mr. Graves. Mr. Oh, Mr. Graves yep. is, uh, he's the stooge of Colonel Masters. Um, he's a pencil pusher. Uh, he's an interrogator. Also, surprisingly, he is a talented trigger man
0: in a noble warrior. Yeah, what the fuck? He, he pops out of nowhere and just starts fucking blasting. I thought he was being, like, a real Poindexter-type character. Turned I got a say, badass.
1: this movie is deeper than it appears, my friend, because a lot of these characters are just straight-up iconoclasts. Starting with Mr. Graves.
0: So I know this is an audio platform, but I just want everybody to know that when Greg said this movie is a little deeper than we thought, my friend, he actually started twirling his mustache menacingly. Uh, you didn't see what I was doing with the other hand either. I did not. But then uh, next up, we've got Steve. Well, oh, real quick about uh, uh, Graves here. Larry Steve. Okay, Cedar. well, we got Graves. No, while we're on it now, Larry Cedar actually played Leon in Deadwood. Oh. I don't know if anyone was a fan of that show. Uh, he was also in uh, Community. Uh, those are, I guess, like his most popular roles outside of this. Deadwood um, starred
1: that foul-mouthed uh, Scotsman.
0: Yes, Philip Seymour Hoffman, or was he Irish? Was he, he was. He was. He was an American. He had he an was, accent He was one
1: from one of those islands. Sure. Probably the good one, I would think. <laughs> but. The one without
0: the Catholics? I don't know.
1: <laughs> Dead, Deadwood is a great show, though. It um, is. Oh, I can't think of the guy's name. Fuck. He's I like Dead a refrigerator. He's a, he's a brick shithouse of a man.
0: No, 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 yeah. he Was he the one that greased himself up for that fight, right?
1: Yeah, and he was, he had a, a cameo in Game of Thrones.
0: I know who you're talking about. I can't uh, think. Kyle McLaughlin. Uh, sure.
1: Yeah, who coincidentally also played Steve in this movie, who is a bold, adventurous, short-sighted, but enthusiastic slacker. He is a jokester, an innovator, and I got to say, a real Bart Simpson type. Which is to say that he is a shitty Marty McFly.
0: Um, This guy sucks.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he's supposed to be our our wacky uh, protagonist but he kind of falls short with all of his quips and all of his fucking... There's a reason why he didn't do any movies after this. Let's put it that way.
0: He kind of stuck behind the camera for the most part. He was actually uh, nominated for a, a primetime Emmy at one point. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, he he was a producer for Varsity Blues, a producer Norbit. for Norbit.
1: Oh, so it's just nothing but hits. Um, <laughs> I, I have to say, um, again... This character is not exactly what you expect. He he is kind of our our main protagonist, but he's not really the hero. Oh, he sucks! Yeah, that role goes to another unlikely, uh, unlikely man, who is Kevin. Yep. Everybody loves a Kevin. He is a straight A student. He's a little boring. He's a little bit of Very. an uptight uptight point extra type. Uh, he's a neurotic wiener kid, a science whiz, <laughs> a master electrician. In a proud pipe layer.
0: Yes, a very proud pipe layer. Uh, I think, other than this movie, his main claim to fame was uh, he was a train passenger in 2004 Spider Man 2. Yeah, so he's doing fine. And uh, if we rewind a little bit, 2002 Spider Man, he played a fireman. Oh, so he's fucking killing it. Yeah.
1: No big deal. Kevin. There's a reason why he was the fucking hero of this one.
0: You know um, what? No scenes with Bruce Campbell, though, so.
1: Yeah,
0: well, that, that takes the score down just a little bit. Uh, a but little then next bit. up, we've
1: got Katie. And Katie is their friend who is a girl. Total babe. She's also strong, pragmatic, independent, dangerously sexy. She is a ball kicker and a chud attractor.
0: She also sucks, man. That's <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, there's, there's not a whole lot to her character. She's just the, she's the girl. This was the
0: she, '80s. She's the girl. They yeah. weren't
1: quite um, they weren't quite as progressive about the, these sort of roles in film as we are today. No, um, she's
0: still she's still actively acting. She plays uh, she pops up in like a lot of like sitcoms and shit like that. Just as one-off characters. In, uh, this,
1: in this film, she literally plays meat.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Her whole role yeah. is to be meat for the chuds. Uh, and I they, they do not pull punches on that one. They're very no, clear they about they what don't. they mean by that. So, uh, well, without further ado, I mean, last certainly not least, but we've got Bud.
0: Yeah, dude, let's talk about Bud. Well, he's a chud. Oh, are you sure about that? Because I didn't see glowing eyes. I didn't see any fucking deformities. All I saw was pale skin. He's the titular chud. So no, that's he's how you know not. he's
1: important. Well, I mean, he is. You can't really debate that. Shut up. He's in the title. Um, but aside from that, he is a visionary. He's a charismatic leader. He's a motivator. He's a snappy dresser. But most importantly, he's a shambling corpse that's driven by a hunger for meat and sex with Katie. Yeah. Yeah. He. Uh, his name should be Buck. Let's put it that way.
0: Uh, he's, uh, I think his, it <laughs> should be Buck. I'm Buck, and I'm raring Buck. And, and I'm
1: here to chud. <laughs> that doesn't rhyme because I have a brain parasite.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but before think, we uh, before
1: we actually move on, sorry. Uh, gotta interrupt you we have, there is one more that i forgot about
0: oh well, before we get into that i just want to i but gar- before we get into that let me before re- we get into that okay
1: hold on but before we get into that okay but, but are we get what but before we get into that
0: before we get into what <laughs>
1: sorry, are, we you gonna- setting,
0: are you setting me up for something i can't i don't understand
1: i thought we were gonna keep doing that for a minute before we get into that, is that what it was? Yeah, all right, fuck it. This is, the last character is Chuddles God damn the it, I, the, I, it's, a wait, who, it's a dog, it's, it's a, do- a oh, dog, it's a chud dog. it's fucking,
0: fuck that dog. It's a fucking chud dog. Oh, I don't no, give wait. a fuck about that dog, it's a fucking poodle. Seriously, you don't, like the, you don't like the chud dog? Uh, I think the chud dog had the best makeup in the movie.
1: Okay, so this is, his name is Chuddles and he's a poodle. He is a zombie dog. He's a loyal friend and brain eater. He
0: hates mailmen. Yeah. He loves belly rubs. And he's an all-around good boy. He is the goodest boy, but also I I hate that a fucking poodle and the Colonel are the best parts of this movie. Yes, this is a fact.
1: And uh, it's not a coincidence that they reunite throughout the course of the film.
0: Yeah, yeah, they do. They totally do. Uh, Back on uh, uh, Garrett Garrett Graham, who plays Bud the Chud,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I gotta say, I think his best work is the father from Terror Vision. I was gonna say that and the father from Child's Play 2.
1: I was also going to say he's a great father. Plays awesome fathers.
0: Plays a great
1: zany dad. Real father. Um I think Home Alone 3 also he was probably in that as the father.
0: Oh, yes, Home Alone 3. Uh Bud the Chubb.
1: The chug. father. The father.
0: <laughs> <Faja>. <laughs> All right, Greg.
1: Credit card? No problem.
0: <laughs> <laughs> keep the change i felt the animal
1: yep yep we could quote this all fucking day i
0: guarantee oh you. man i love it because we love christmas all right so without
1: further ado let's get Adieu. right into this plot my friend
0: yeah so i had to find this movie on all reliable herself and i'm talking about Tubi. it was Tubi, wasn't it that's totally where I found it, too. To be. Yeah, because sometimes, you know what? Sometimes being a 38-year-old man, I like to go back and watch commercials. Yeah, yeah, it's always pleasurable.
1: You know what's it, great is when you have an old VHS tape from, like, the 90s or even late 80s where you, you taped your favorite episodes of, like, I don't know, fucking Ninja Turtles or uh, what's another good 80s show? Monday Night Raw! There you go. And then you got yeah. some good fucking, you got some Nerf commercials in there oh got yeah got the old crossfire
0: yeah who doesn't gap. love that one you crossfire. get caught up in the no crossfire singing. oh no. oh fuck sorry no. julian uh so we get to the movie yep. itself right now and it starts off best drawn pictures and that's where i say to myself you know what this is gonna we're be gonna great. we're we're gonna have ourselves a great fucking time and i have never been so fucking wrong
1: yeah i strongly disagree with you because what we've got is a man named dr burkhalter and he is bringing a sinister looking glowing syringe to the basement of a mostly empty hospital
0: oh i'm sorry i thought this was herbert
1: west for a second it is very reminiscent of the reanimator syringe yeah
0: Yeah, did it have to be green and did it have to fucking glow i mean this could it could have been a reference doesn't have to be a ripoff I get it. Oh, we are playing homage to a it. A tribute. This is a tr- just a tri- tribute. A, sure, whatever. This is not the greatest movie in the world. This is oh, just it's a beautiful. tribute. Oh,
1: beautiful. You're wrong on every count. So he takes this syringe and he injects a corpse with it in an effort to terminate the Chud Project. Because actually this syringe isn't, it's, it's not a reanimator syringe. It is a deanimator syringe. His yeah, intention it's... is to destroy the corpse. Yeah, And we find out that uh, the Chud Project is military chemical warfare, and it is being decommissioned. It's being terminated. So we have Colonel Masters, who is fucking beautiful. This man is hilarious. Uh, He is talking to a character. Didn't catch her name, so I just called her Dr. Woman. Um, They're discussing (laughs) how the intention was to create super soldiers with the Chud Project. But instead, they got cannibals oops yeah
0: oopsie daisy sorry we fucked up
1: and uh i mean are
0: they cannibals they were in the first one it's really hard to figure out what's going on in here because they keep talking about how bad they have to eat well can we just kind of
1: clear the air um they're zombies in bud in chud Two, bud the chud it's a zombie movie they're there he's just a zombie
0: he's a fucking zombie
1: if you think of this as an actual Return of the Living Dead sequel, like a shitty one, like Part Seven, this is yeah. Return of the Living Dead Part Fucking Return. Nine, yeah, Part oh, Thirteen. This is I, this is one of the later sequels of the Return of the Living Dead franchise, and it's a bad one, but that'll that'll help you digest the whole. I
0: I really thing. like. I, I thought it was a little too on the nose when Bud the Chud actually like calls somebody and says, "Send more paramedics." Yeah, he was. Yeah. On yeah. the nose,
1: I guess, is the whole thing.
0: Yeah, a little on the nose. All right, but keep going here, buddy. And uh, when, when Colonel Masters
1: is talking to Dr. Woman, and he's like, I hope you like this job. And she's like, like this job? <laughs> 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 and then the fucking poodle pops in, and he's like, this is the way of life. <laughs> <laughs> How many more Return to the Living Dead quotes can we do?
0: Oh and then I uh, 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 Dr. Woman gets on the table and they start going, "Oh look, Dr. Dr. Woman is taking her clothes off again." Yeah, Steve Get Pops, in. he's like
1: he's like she's doing it again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, enough of that shit. Yeah, yeah. Um
1: All so right. Colonel Masters and Dr. Woman uh they see on a video on a video security feed that Dr. Burkhalter and the final chud, we'll call him uh, they're struggling. This Chud is resisting the injection and uh, giving the doctor a little bit of a hard time. So Colonel recruits all of his security force, and they go downstairs to take a look. Um, the Chud in question is chemically frozen by military police, yeah. and uh, they quickly send the body to Winterhaven, which is a very small town.
0: So uh, um, real quick, though, before before this happens, it's it's kind of weird because it's Dr. Dr. Woman, uh, Colonel Masters, they're walking down like a hospital hallway. Yes. And a couple guys have guns drawn. Colonel Masters has that like Alice Cooper horsewhip thing. Yeah. yeah and he's taking crop. the lead. Yeah, and he's taking the lead. And I was like, dude, what the fuck are you going to do with this thing? And uh, that's when he opens up a closet. A closet at this hospital. And a cat jumps out.
1: Yeah.
0: And that's where I realized. <laughs> Let's see. Uh Yeah, mm, And that's where I realized, oh, it's that kind of movie. Yeah, yep, yeah, it's gonna be a little slapstick. Yeah, so uh I know our listeners may be really confused right now, like, oh geez, Micah, I thought you like horror the way you like your pizza, extra cheesy. I do. Covered in dicks. As we progress with our review of this, you will see how much I fucking can stand this movie and how much I fucking hate it.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, there wasn't enough male nudity in this for you? Uh, there was no nudity. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Which technically qualifies as not enough for you.
0: I, yeah, I needed something, man.
1: Exactly. That's what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, shit, man. Dangle a cock in front of my face like <laughs> I'm a horse.
1: <laughs> I think there's plenty else that this had to offer besides dangling penises and man breasts.
0: I uh, sure didn't have any but tits. We'll, we'll get into it. Okay. Um
1: so, we, we quickly cut to uh, our protagonists, who are Steve, Kevin, and Katie, who are quite, oh. the, uh, quite the motley crew. Um, sure. At, at first glance, they seem to be just teen stereotypes from every other horror film of the, the decade. But, as I mentioned, uh, they do kind of... They, they stand out. They're not exactly uh, the stereotypical roles that they first appear to be. But, at first, they definitely are. So... <laughs> Steve, being the class clown that he is, he's fucking around in biology class to the point where their teacher actually tells him, hey, smartass, why don't you get up in front of the fucking class and do a quick presentation because I want to see if you actually know what I'm teaching you. Yeah. Um, He says, tomorrow we're going to dissect man, but for now I want to see if you're ready for it. And Steve says, yeah, of course I can do that because I have been slacking off this whole year. I'm gonna wing something, and uh, this is he. does a little bit of an odd, uh, odd job doing that. By which I mean animal abuse. So if you're sensitive to this kind of thing, maybe don't watch this movie. That's a dead frog. Oh no, it's very much alive.
0: Oh yeah, that's right.
1: Yeah, he decides. I'm not just gonna. I'm not gonna dissect this frog in front of the class. I'm going to blow it up with electricity, which sounds hilarious. Sounds like a good sure. time. Uh, you know, might have even made a, a good, like, gross-out gore scene. A little bit of practical effects.
0: Uh, but we don't really get that far. No, we don't. We get no fucking practical effects in this movie. I nope. can't stress enough. There's no practical effects.
1: Instead, he manages to start the science classroom on fire like an asshole.
0: Real piece of shit.
1: <laughs> and we quickly, we jump cut, naturally, to Kevin and Steve... Uh, in detention, which apparently in this school means you have to clean the storage room of the science class.
0: That's really confusing to me because I remember detention being, like, quiet in a classroom in front of, like, a teacher. We had to,
1: we had to sit in the cafeteria. Okay. Detention was in the cafeteria, and you had to sit there, and you had to either, like, do homework or just, like, silently, like, read or just, yeah, basically just not make noise for about what 45 minutes after school something like that so you know
0: like as a kid that's terrible like right now i'm like yeah i would love that i, I have like books that i've like piled up that i would love to read yeah no actually i didn't mind it not i wasn't in detention all the time in high
1: school but i definitely did my share um but it, it gave me a chance to fucking
0: just like get some work done that i you know so i didn't have to do it at home absolutely great yeah, I, I didn't really mind it there you go model student they uh... saw Sure. Yeah, let's go with that. I was, yeah. I was the model student, purposely getting attention just so you could get ahead of class, taking care of your homework, and I love that about you.
1: Literally overtime, I was doing overtime
0: in high school, and that's yet what my
1: Teachers still put me in remedial classes.
0: How is that for overtime? Fucked up? I said to me, yes, very effed in the A. Uh, back they to told me special ed could go both ways, but I think. I think they put me in the bed. Hey. I think you're a bright student, man.
1: That's what they said!
0: <laughs> so <laughs> we're back to these two yahoos. They're in the storage room cleaning it up, and they stumble <laughs> across <laughs> they stumble across uh, the cadaver that the teacher was going to use to dissect. Yes. Yep, the now, corpse for the next day, which is notably unrefrigerated in any way. <laughs> and just not just that, there.
1: what fucking high school has a corpse just hanging out? Yeah, we didn't do that. No. Although I would, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I had my suspicions that the principal might have had a couple of bodies hidden somewhere in that school. But uh, I mean, sure. He did. He did also look like a cartoon devil. For just to be fair. Yes. Uh, on, on no uncertain terms. Uh, but uh, regardless, this for whatever reason, uh, Stephen Kevin's science teacher just has a corpse laying on a gurney out in the open, covered by a thin sheet, just ready to be discovered and revealed by our main characters and discover it they do
0: yes and these two yuck yucks they end up like leaning on it bumping into it i forgot exactly how it happened but it turned into a weird naked gun chase scene
1: yeah they fuck around for a minute one of them kind of pushes it or kicks it or like leans on it too hard and it just fucking takes off it flies out the loading dock It's down the road, and this thing has got some fucking wheels on it. It It's it's going 60 before they can even think of catching up to it. Dude, this is like a Fast and
0: Furious movie.
1: Yeah, it's flying down the highway. It's causing car accidents. People are jumping out of the way. This thing is long gone. And uh, to be fair, they kind of comment on that. Like Our our two main guys, they sort of joke about that. They look at it. They try to chase it for maybe 10 feet, and they just go, nope. That thing's gone. We're <laughs> probably going to have to find a way to replace that.
0: Oh, I love it. Right away, let's get a replacement, because it's so easy to get yourself a dead body. They jump right to that, yeah. like that's Their first thought
1: is, we're going to find another dead body. Not, hey, how can we tell the teacher that someone else did this? <laughs> <And more laughs> how, can importantly, we, how can we pin this it's... on some other idiot? No, we're going to find a new dead body.
0: But, so, like, it's, it's high school. This isn't, like, your job. This isn't your wife, like... This isn't, like, who cares? Yeah. No, well, they don't want detention tomorrow, so they're going to have to steal a corpse from someplace. Uh, yeah, so where
1: Obvious. do they go? Well, naturally, this means that they dress up as doctors and break into the local hospital in order to steal a dead body. Oh, and... Greg, not just any hospital. This well, was wouldn't you C- know it? The CDC. Yeah, just their luck, they decided to steal a chud. A chud! Which stands for What? A cannibalistic humanoid Humanoid, underground underground dweller. dweller. Damn that's scary. That's like four times
0: as scary as just a regular dead corpse. Yeah. It's got all kinds of modifiers on it. It's not it's not even a humanoid. It's not underground. It's not a dweller. Well it is a humanoid, technically. I don't know, man. In the sense that it resembles a human. It's not underground, it's not a dweller. Mm,
1: Kinda dwells. I've seen it dwell.
0: Oh, speaking of real quick, it was, it uh was dwelling Steven, in that hospital room. Uh I will I will say this real quick. Uh uh Steven actually is also in because we're talking about Dweller. Uh Steven is in uh Call he's in cult classic, uh Cellar Dweller, also uh starring Jeffrey Combs.
1: Oh nice. That's actually really who does he play in that?
0: Uh I believe he plays a Chud.
1: Oh, oh beautiful. He plays the Chud in the cellar.
0: Yeah, he plays that that Two douchey. films and
1: he's already typecast. What do you know?
0: It's like he was trying to be Matt Dillon from The Blob.
1: Yeah, or he's trying to be uh, Blob Dillon from The Matt.
0: This is like Paul Reiser's, like, little brother that they adopted from Aldi's.
1: Yeah, like young young Paul Reiser when he had a, just a, a rampant mullet.
0: Yeah, basically Paul Reiser.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For most of his career.
0: (laughs) Except for Aliens.
1: Aliens where he played the hero. No. Just just the the diligent, uh, job-oriented corporate man just trying to to make his paycheck and go home.
0: The American dream.
1: Yes, the true true hero of Alien Part 2, Aliens.
0: You know what? If that takes sacrificing Sigourney Weaver and that fucking Newt, whatever hell her name was, then so be it
1: where he played jeff bezos
0: (laughs) i'm a a wayland corp kind of guy myself all right i'm a company i'm a company man perfect uh
1: so anyway uh our boys bring the chud back to steve's parents house because where else are you going to store it and uh kevin is given the the assignment of distracting steve's parents while he tries to throw this fucking thing down in the basement I thought they were trying to – they put it up in the bedroom, right? Well, it's because they couldn't get it into the basement because the dog was down there.
0: Oh, the fucking dog. The
1: poodle. Little Chuttles the poodle chases him up the basement stairs, and they realize that they have to go to the second floor because there's a dog in that basement. No
0: one else is going down there. No, no, no. We can't get past this dog. Uh, And this is where uh, Greg mentioned this is just weekend at Bernie's.
1: Yes, and uh, you said you can't get past a dog. It turns out there's a real easy way to get past a dog. And it's called kicking uh, it like a football down the fucking stairs. And it turns out that was really effective.
0: Yeah. yeah. Very effective. Dogs out of the picture. Uh, it turns out this dog is very puntable.
1: Mm-hmm. As most poodles are. It's, I've, I've heard uh, you know, from the internet that the poodle is the most puntable of dogs.
0: Yes. Second only
1: to the dachshund, and then I think third was the chihuahua. Okay. Which some of our Mex- Mexican listeners might be fans of.
0: They might be, Greg. I don't know. It's certainly I possible. Mean, I mean, I also think it's like uh, uh, a lot of millennial women—they like to keep those in their purses. Yeah, because they're little.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so this is where uh, this is where Steve's parents are hilariously watching the documentary on the Antarctic uh, Nazi penguins, <laughs> <laughs> and Kevin is trying to play along. He's talking to him. He's like, "Oh, yep." There's uh there's a polar bear. And there's uh yep. what does he say? There's a manatee and a walrus, and this is a, they're just talking about Antarctic life, right? Oh um, god. Um Steve's parents are are just their entire role is being oblivious to things. Just yeah. Every scene that they're in, there's wacky shit happening right behind them, like within earshot, like the type of shit that you cannot <sighs> not notice happening in your living room, and they are just talking about the most mundane shit. And I can see the look on your face right now. You're like, oh, it was so not funny. I didn't laugh at this at all. It wasn't I the dialogue, it. was
0: hilarious. The dialogue was shit, and also oh, they it was go so to good. The, They literally go to the well for this this type of humor, this gag. Yeah. Not just with the they don't just do it with the parents. It's slapstick. No, no, they yeah. do it too fucking much. And let me explain. They do did, it with the did parents. Did weekend
1: at Bernie's do it too much? You know, it, they, it, it actually oh. did. It
0: actually really did. It did. It fucking did. That movie could have been an hour shorter than it was. Dude, in Weekend of Bernie's 2, a woman actually has sex with Bernie. All right? I, I think that happens in the first one, too. I Probably. I think, it,
1: Real. I think our main characters have sex with Bernie in the first one. <laughs> They're both named Buck. I mean, they were there trying to secure a business deal, so <laughs> I don't know how you do that. <laughs> <sighs> So anyway, Steve had a hell of a time dragging this body up the stairs. He he kicks the dog for barking at the dead body. This actually, yeah. if you don't think this part was funny, then you don't you don't have a fucking funny bone in your body, man. He lies to his <laughs> little sister. She comes out of the bedroom and she's like, Steve, what are you doing with that obvious corpse that you're dragging into the bathroom? <laughs> and he's like, you know what? He he kinda he rolls his eyes for a second, thinks really hard about what he's about to do and he dives right in and he says you're having a nightmare this is the boogeyman and he'll kill you if you don't go back to sleep
0: (laughs) okay that part was good
1: and she runs back into her bedroom dives into bed and she's like there's no way this is real i'm not going to be explaining this to a therapist in 15 years my brother did (laughs) not just walk in the house with an animated corpse under his arm and my mom is not about to jump in the bathtub with it (laughs) And I have to say, the little sister, her scenes easily, I think there's only two of them, but they're, or maybe there's a third one at the end, but they are the best scenes in this whole movie. They're the funniest scenes in this whole movie. That little kid being traumatized, traumatized by a chud is fucking hilarious. <laughs> and I don't know, maybe I just don't like children. No. I definitely don't like children, but no, uh, I, think, I do uh, enjoy our... seeing them deal with corpses. Let me put it that well, way. I'm, I'm not time... that fucked up.
0: Our longtime listeners of Damn That Scary know our stance on children we'll fight is that them. they suck, and yeah. we will fight every one we've, of them. We've been stronger
1: than kids since we were 10 years old. Oh, yeah. That's, that's fair to say, right? I don't know what the it's average kid age is, but it's lower than 10. So, like, I'll give us a wide margin. By the time we were 10, we were stronger than all these little kids in all these movies. I would, I would Thunderdome the shit out of them.
0: My friends know not to send me fucking Christmas card bullshit of their kids because I just don't give a fuck. If I even I sense be- there's
1: one, I won't even open the envelope.
0: I will beat the shit out of your fucking shitty ass kids. I've made some bold
1: assumptions about Christmas cards I've gotten over the years. Yes. And they've gone right in the trash. Oh. I don't even own a letter opener.
0: I will. No, I own a letter opener, and that's not to open up the letters. That's to stab the parents in the fucking neck for sending me that shit. Oh, that's dark. Yep. At least you didn't say the kids, Jesus Christ. No, they're next. No, no. No, they're not next. Why, so they could grow up and avenge their parents' death? (laughs) Oh, I don't think so. I take care of loose ends.
1: Oh, you know what? That's that's a very good point.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Fucking kill Bill when Uma Thurman let the daughter fucking get away? No, you slice her fucking throat. She's going to come back and kill you. If I slip you a name on a discreet piece of paper, could you take care of someone for me?
1: Yeah. Someone uh, who may reside in a piggly-wiggly bathroom in
0: Intercourse, <laughs> Pennsylvania. <laughs>
1: Man, I'm all the way in Nevada now. Come on. Someone who's been menacing me uh, for years and years and years at this point in my life.
0: <laughs> we'll talk
1: about it. We'll figure okay. It out. Okay, um, okay, okay. Maybe we shouldn't make this kind of deal uh, publicly on the air as we are about to. No. Um, let's talk more about Bud I will the give you $45 to stab... Oh, oh, all right, all right. We'll talk about it later. We'll talk so, yeah, Let's get back to Bud the Chuddy. <laughs> <laughs> so, Steve's little sister is traumatized by the boogeyman being dragged through her, her upstairs hallway by her older brother, um, and he decides to deposit this corpse in the bathtub, which is already filled with water for some reason. And
0: ice. Yeah, why that? To preserve it, but I don't know how they got that ice up there. Well, who did that? It was just there, right? Yeah, yeah. Maybe He's it's you ice- go. A nice bath. I, I wasn't thing, sure I because because
1: um, Steve's mom starts giving him shit about how she wants to take a bath at some yeah. point. So I wasn't sure if she had that bath already drawn and she was going to get in there, but then he filled it with a corpse, so she couldn't do it. Um, or well, if she, she was, was going like, to
0: take a
1: going to take a tubby. Yeah, which I mean, we all enjoy sometimes. But Love a good I, tubby. I, I, I wasn't sure exactly what the exact sequence of events here was, but it's neither here nor there because what we get is. Bud the Chud in a tub, hijinks ensue, and yep. what happens?
0: Uh, that's where somehow they manage to drop the blow dryer in, which I believe is called the uh, uh, Depresso Bath Bomb, yeah. uh, which actually rejuvenates Bud. Yep. He pops out of the tub. It has the and... opposite
1: effect on Bud that it would have on the average mortal man.
0: Yeah, where you go for the big sleep, he wakes up. Yeah. And he is, he is immediately erect. He fucking just want, he we jerks just, awake. I just got to talk about this bathroom real quick, too. One thing that really upset me. Okay. Uh, I absolutely hate seashell, she, seashell, she, seashells, seashells, bullshits in bathrooms. I never really liked the taste. No. No, I don't like the taste of seashells either. I especially hate them when they're in bathrooms. Can I ask you a quick I question? I think that's... Huh. Do you know what they're for? Uh, well, the, yeah. The if you seashells. saw demolition, yeah. If you saw Demolition Man, you know what they're for. But I'm talking about yeah. these are ones where it's just like paintings on the wall. I assume everybody knows what they're for. Like we don't have to explain that. I mean, I know how to use them. You know how to use them. That's why we don't have toilet paper in the future. I've been using them for years. They're great. They're great. They're fantastic. Yeah. Who needs a bidet when you have seashells? Right. Uh, the other thing about this bathroom, did you notice the toilet, my friend? Did I? Now, the 80s were weird where it was normal to cover your toilet in carpet.
1: Yeah, I never liked that. So you you say you don't like the seashells. I don't like absorbative cloth substances anywhere where poop and pee can end up.
0: Like, who thought this was a good idea? Uh, 80s housewives? I absolutely hate carpeting. Like, I hate carpeting... I hate carpeting in general, and the fact that, like, in the 80s and early 90s, they were putting it on fucking toilet seats, and the back of the toilets and shit like that is Whoa, just wait, insane. You don't
1: you don't like carpeting anywhere? No. Like anywhere in a house?
0: No, I hate carpeting. Just not a not a fan of, like, a fuzzy floor, huh? No, I moved into a place where it's uh, hardwood floor, tile, and natural slate, and I fucking love it.
1: Well, you're also I in a carpeting. in a climate where you don't really have to deal with the cold.
0: There's no humidity here.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so you have the sometimes you need a little carpet to kind of give you a buffer zone between that that cold tile
0: floor and uh, you know, the old bare feet. I mean, that's not my problem. I, I feel just like hate I shouldn't carpeting.
1: have to explain this to you
0: <laughs> the function of
1: carpet. I'm <laughs> sure you know what it's for. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Although I will say What do your knees look like now that you're living in a... (laughs) All right, all right, all right. (laughs) Sorry, I had to make the obvious joke, you dick sucker.
0: Thanks. (laughs) Now, there's anything wrong with it? Nothing wrong with it. Sure tastes fine to you. I mean, it's not bad. There's no No. humidity out here, so I don't have to deal with funk. Steve immediately
1: perks up when he sees this corpse come to life, and he says... Kevin is freaking out. He's like, what the fuck is going on? But Steve is like, you're thinking about this all wrong, buddy. We're about to get an A in biology class. Yeah. We brought the dead back to life with a bunch of water and your mom's hair dryer. Yes. Kevin's like, I'm not sure I get it yet. So Steve just takes their faces and mushes them together, and he goes, you guys are both alive. See how this is? Yeah. We're going to drag this corpse back to school, and we're going to show Mr. Johnson, or whatever the fuck his name is, that we don't belong in detention anymore.
0: Yes, because there's one thing we hate to do is to clean the storage room.
1: Right. Well, which really, I don't think they were really cleaning it so much as they were just kind of fucking around with the frog tank. Yeah. they, they They were just kind of, like, poking the frogs, and, like, it looked like Steve was taking the frog out of one tank and putting it into the other, and then taking the same frog out of that tank and putting it back where it was.
0: It's never really clear what's going on in this movie. He's just kind of
1: killing time in detention, which I, you know,
0: I feel like that's just what you do. Sure.
1: He wasn't really accomplishing anything. He was just just moving frogs.
0: Moving them around.
1: It's a metaphor. It's a metaphor for life. Sometimes he's just moving frogs, my man.
0: You know, man, I moved a lot of frogs today, all right? Yeah, so now that they know
1: the secret to uh, bringing the dead back to life, they decide we have to go tell Katie the great news. And where are we going to do that? But at the Bossy Burger.
0: At the Bossy Burger.
1: So they decide we're going to leave this zombie, sorry, Chud. This Chud. In Steve's parents' basement, and uh, we're going to go out, we're just going to get some food and talk to Katie. We're going to tell her the great news, that we're all about to pass biology class. And Steve says the famous ignorant last words, what's the worst that could happen? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, we're gonna be gone for 20 minutes. This, he'll, this corpse will be fine. This moving dead body will be totally fine in my parents' basement.
0: I hate this fucking movie so much because, of course, Bud gets loose. This is the perfect uh, setup. He gets loose and he uh, he goes over to little Chut- Chuttle's uh, dog dog bowl. Hi, Jason and Sue. That's where he realizes he doesn't like dog food, but guess nope. what he does like? He likes dog, and he yep. gets into a real zany chase of Bud the Chud or chasing meat. around Chuddles. Yeah, he, trying to get some he meat. He just
1: keeps saying the word meat.
0: Yeah. Paramedics. He's, um, your,
1: he's very reminiscent of uh, Kowalski from Ren and Stimpy, if anybody knows that reference. Yes. What do you want to eat, Kowalski?
0: Meat. Meat. <laughs>
1: What do you want to drink, Kowalski?
0: Meat. Meat.
1: <laughs>
0: so, yeah, Bud the Bud Chud, he likes meat because he's a chud. Hey, hey, Billy, can you deep-fry the Buick? Well, all right, but will probably spew it. What do you know? Hey, hey look at that. Hey, hey, Dad's scarfing down another snack. That's, uh, a, that's a good song that you just Now, sang. I don't know why Bud is chasing around the way, fucking Chud. Yeah. No singing. <gasps> Fuck. Yeah,
1: way to go. Oh, God. Now we're canceled. All right, this is the end of this episode. That, that is not the
0: reason why we're oh, canceled, right? So, here we go.
1: Look.
0: It's all over. All right. Uh, so now, my big thing is this, is why is Bud chasing around fucking Chuttles when you have two bumbling fucking idiots sitting there at the dining the dining room table eating like he could have just walked up and, and and took a chomp out of them not just that steve's fucking little sister is upstairs or whoever the fuck uh little sister i don't even know who it is anymore i i, I don't know whose family this is i don't even think they even like acknowledge that oh because, um, it,
1: because it's a comedy movie
0: Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah. Fine. So, so you're so, gonna chase the dog into the backyard. And there's also there's also a little girl upstairs that he could just go up and fucking cannibalize. But, but that whatever, would just be morbid and disgusting and nobody wants to see that. No, cuz that's what I fucking want. I expected 1984's Chud going into this just with a little bit of uh, humor. Instead, I got 90% of bullshit humor that was written by a fucking 12-year-old and about 10% of horror, and that 10% of horror was absolute dog shit because it's literally a fucking chud chasing around a fucking poodle. Greg, I hate this fucking movie.
1: Oh, I'm sorry you couldn't enjoy it on the same level that everyone else could because (laughs) it turns out Bud chasing a dog around the backyard is hilarious. He's (laughs) tripping over things. He gets caught in the clothesline. He eventually uh, corners the dog behind a bush, and I don't know, he eats his brain or something, but you hear that nice, like, apple core sound of, like, crunch, like, and, uh, and Bud comes out like a boss. He wipes his face on, I don't know, mom's dress that's hanging on the clothesline or something. He's like, yeah, fuck sure. you, I don't care, I'm Bud. I own this town. <laughs> Big he, dick Bud. And then he's off on a grand adventure into town. He's ready to fucking go convert more chuds. And then moments later, what do we get? But Chud Dog, who doesn't yeah. love Chud Dog? He emerges also, from the bushes, and he's ready to cause his
0: own level of chaos.
1: Probably chasing uh, cats or something, I don't know.
0: It's very confusing by this by this standard, too, is that... Oh, if there's anything this movie is not, it's confusing, man. This is the simplest plot in the fucking world. I, I'm confused by the fact that the Chuds are so hungry, but they don't even take as much of a bite out of these fucking people. Or should I say the dog in this case? I mean really it's
1: only this scene like he he bites everybody else that he meets he just doesn't eat steve's parents he right? doesn't even bite does he even bite them they never show it well i don't mean to give anything away but i think at a certain but well, we're gonna he, give it away bites the whole goddamn town he doesn't he eat bites them. everyone but that's all bud does he bites everybody in town he bites a barber yeah he, he bites, bites a, a barber f- he bites a hippie he bites a farmer Um, he bites a bunch of people at a burger place. He bites everyone. That's all he does. He bites. He's a cannibal. He's a cannibalistic humanoid above ground walker. He's a,
0: he's he's a (laughs) jaw, but he's not eating anybody. He's so hungry. He's yelling about meat and he's hardly
1: taking a bite. You know, this is, that's actually a very good point. He, you hear him bite people. He always does it. It's always obscured. You never yeah. actually see him bite anybody and the the victims that emerge don't have any visible like bodily damage to them. They just kind of look like chuds. Yeah. They don't they don't have like their necks aren't ripped open, their their skulls aren't bitten or anything. Like they're just they're just people. There's hungry people. So hungry. You know what? I think this might be a brilliant metaphor for consumerism. Like everyone's just going to the mall and like Taking a bite out of oh, each other. Oh, shut
0: the fuck up. <laughs> shut the fuck up.
1: Turns out Bud Bud the Chud, Chud Part 2, is actually brilliant social satire.
0: Oh, god damn it.
1: Yeah, no, I wouldn't go that far. Um, but I, this is actually an important plot point. Um, after, after Bud chomps on uh, Chud Dog, he goes back in the house and... <laughs> Just for the fun of it. I don't even really get why he does this. But just to be an asshole, he goes back into the bathroom and he overflows the toilet. <laughs> like, literally just to be a dick. He just keeps hitting the plunger until the, yep. the toilet overflows. Um, naturally, Steve's parents are downstairs just obliviously eating dinner and drinking some kind of shitty wine from fucking Oregon Oregon or Michigan or something. Like, oh, this was a prize-winning wine from Michigan. Let's drink it. he's like, Oh, oh okay. God. There's, there's probably Michigan wine. Um, but Bud finds his way into Steve's room where he picks up a photo of our three main characters, uh, Kevin, Steve, and Katie, and Katie is noticeably wearing swimwear Mm. so Bud being the man's man that he is he gets all hot and bothered he tears both of the men off of the two sides of the photo so he just has a picture of Katie in a bathing suit and he tucks it nicely into his pocket and he decides uh this is what I want. Not only am I hungry for meat, I'm hungry for dogs, but I'm also hungry for some puss. You beat me to it. Yeah. I I paused to uh to dramatically and then you said oh. you said the P word before I could.
0: I thought you paused for me to say it.
1: What kind of did. You got to you got to you got to take the hit sometimes. I can't be the only one that's, that's throwing
0: pussy out there every episode. Yeah, dude, and let me tell you what You throw your pussy around everywhere. I I sling it all around town. That's why I'm so popular. That's right.
1: Without that, I've got nothing. (laughs) (laughs) So, not even skipping a beat, Steve's mom naturally finds the upstairs toilet overflowing and immediately starts crying. (laughs) She just (laughs) goes right into tears. Like, oh my god. My life is over. Everything's ruined. There's water everywhere. I can't even take my bath. It smells like a corpse in here for some reason. Why is my daughter weeping into her pillow? Um, and while she's doing that, uh, Bud has made, it, he made his way outside, and he is halfway across town. He is, he's about to go chomp into everybody he can find. Yep. We get a brief aside with Colonel Masters and his henchmen discussing how the Chud virus works. We get a little bit of exposition here where they basically say, I don't wanna uh I don't wanna simplify it too much and I don't wanna cut any quarters here, but it's just like every other fucking zombie virus. Yeah. Yeah. They uh they inject you with the Chud virus, you turn into a zombie that wants to bite other people and turn them into zombies. It spreads through the bite. Chuds are zombies in this movie. This is a zombie movie. This is it's a zombie a, movie. It's not a chud is, movie. No. It's about zombies. It's a zombie movie. Bud it's, the Zombie. It's... They should. We should start a class action lawsuit against the company that made Best this. Firm. Specifically against them. Make them change the name to call it Zombie Two. Bud the Zombie. You heard it here I... first. Is it zombie Two. <laughs> this is my crusade. This is my life's work. This movie's bullshit. It's actually very funny, but the title is bullshit.
0: Uh, the, the whole movie is absolute bullshit, but I love that when they're, uh, this doctor is explaining how the Chuds become Chud, he uses the term Chudified.
1: Yes. And you can tell me that's not hilarious.
0: The, that was. The Chudified brain, which also, uh, I don't even know. So just like Return of the Living Dead, uh, you cannot destroy them by destroying the brain. They just keep going. Correct.
1: Yeah. yeah. They're... We'll find out that there is a secret to killing them, um, but it takes some very specific equipment. And it turns out you have to be a fucking high school genius to figure it out. A science quiz. You have to spend a lot of time and attention in that, that science storeroom to be able to kill these chuts. Oh, yeah. So, for the time being, though, Steve does have a master plan on how he's going to deal with this animated corpse. He tells Katie, we're going to have to borrow your mom's car. We're going to put Bud in some clothes... And we're going to take him to the nearest TV station and get fucking famous. We're going to show everyone that we brought this corpse back to life. And they're going to shower us in riches. Mr. Johnson is never going to give us an F again. And, uh, you know, maybe my parents will actually pay attention to me for once.
0: But you know what? Now that Bud the Chud is out on the town, he decides to sneak over to a neighbor's house where it's a lovely lady of the 80s. Uh, doing her living room aerobics, and this can be compared to how my co host Greg trains, where she starts smoking a cigarette mid aerobics. It looked just like me. And she actually. Literally just like uh, me.
1: Much like my normal routine, she quit early. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm pretty sure she went to the microwave to make a burrito and most likely to masturbate.
0: And also talked a lot during it. Also known as stalling.
1: Yeah, she stalled quite a bit, even though she was only talking to her own television set.
0: But hey, <laughs> one thing I've learned from experience: you can
1: stall even when you're watching an internet video. So yep, yeah, takes right after my own uh, my own methods when it comes to uh, <laughs> losing all this unsightly weight. <laughs>
0: um, but
1: she wastes no time um, once she decides. You know, I've I worked out for 13 seconds and I need a smoke. Uh, she's like, this might be a good moment to actually feed my cat, which is feed nowhere to be found, by the Frankenstein. way.
0: Frankenstein. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But she, she opens up the can, puts it in a little dish. She makes a whole, like, ceremony out of it, and she brings uh, the dish outside, trying to, uh, you know, lure her her cat uh, uh-huh. back to the house.
0: Um, but who shows Let's up? <laughs> oh, wait, what? 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 Uh, who shows up is the drummer from the, the misfits, the 1999 version, apparently. Oh, Oh, wait, no. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute.
0: Is that what you were getting at this whole time? That's what I was getting at. Uh, and that's where she is on, uh, her hands and knees. Bud shows up and she grabs his feet and starts complimenting the size of his feet. And you know what they say about a man that wears a big shoe? They have a big foot. Yep. Uh, and she compliments the size of his thumbs, because if there's one thing that this lady likes, is during doggy style, it's a nice thumb in the bum. She enjoys We've an all oddly there.
1: proportioned man, as we all do. Um, yeah. But naturally, she
0: immediately gets horny for Bud. I mean, as I think we all would. Yes, until uh, Bud shows his teeth, which apparently are the same leftover props from demons. Yes, and he's got a boner for one woman and one woman only, and that is
1: not... This aerobic blondie. He's looking for Katie. So
0: no, because Bud is a
1: Bud is a one-woman chud. He is a mono chud. Yes, uh, not a poly chud. There's a difference. <laughs> <laughs> so he attacks her, and she uh, just turns into a chud. I mean, she looks almost identical to how she used to look, except now she's got dark rings under her eyes and some pointy
0: teeth. Immediately turns into a chud, she's and a chud also she's- not only is
1: she- if, if Bud is the proto-Chud, she is, she is his protege. So they're, they're about to go out on the town together. Now all of a sudden, the chuddening, the chuddification of this town is now twofold because they're about oh, to God. exponentially separate throughout the masses and just chuddify everyone.
0: This, this is, is chud where it starts. Two, Chud 2 bloodlines right yeah, this here. Yeah,
1: this is Chud patient zero. This is Chud oh. next of kin.
0: <laughs> chud bloody beginnings
1: exactly chuddy beginnings um so, then, chuddy beginnings. so now we get another scene where uh there's a man who i think he leaves a bar and he goes behind a dumpster to take a piss and bud takes this moment of vulnerability
0: to assault him chutify him and steal his suit yes yeah, yeah, so, which is very confusing for me because at this point I'm trying to figure out exactly what Bud was in his past life. Was he military? Because I think he might of the have been dog a tags? soldier. Yeah, he, he okay. Has, like the boots and like the dog tags, so I think he might have been a military guy. But then why is he slicking his hair back, putting on this suit, and being all fucking Huey Lewis? Oh, because he's a sharp dressed man. Because every girl's crazy about a sharp dressed chud.
1: Exactly, and if he's if he's going to seduce people into allowing him to get his mouth on them. Uh, He's going to have to look pretty good. But I will say, this is our first introduction to what might be one of the best parts of this movie, which is, of course, the Bud the Chud theme song. The
0: Bud the Chud theme. Okay, this is great because there was a time, now this is for our younger audience, there was a time which, no matter what movie it was, no matter what it was, we didn't we didn't have a uh, a slow down pop song as the theme for the movie. Oh no 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 no! We had an original song for that movie. That's right. We got it. We got it in Monster Squad. We got it in Fright Night.
1: Critters, we got probably. it in Monster
0: Squad. <laughs> yes. No. I, definitely
1: Bud the Chud. But definitely it's definitely Bud uh, the Chud. It's as if Will Smith starred in every movie in the eighties because there is a fucking theme song that. Basically, was titled the same title as the movie in every fucking low-budget horror movie. Yes, and Bud the Chud is no exception. Uh, although this one sounds less like it was written by Will Smith and more like it was written by Oingo Boingo after they took a couple of hammer hits to the skull. <laughs> <laughs> because oh, I know we're I'm not allowed sorry. to sing, but I don't think I could even call this singing. The song just goes, Bud the Chud, Bud the Chud, Bud. Everybody look, at Bud the Chud. <laughs> Bud the, hey, the, the Chud. This is the laziest song. It was this was written by a fucking cartoon of a six-year-old.
0: Look out for Bud the Chud. It's Randy Newman. Bud the Chud. He's Bud walking the chud dumpster. The t-
1: He's gonna bite that man. Oh no, look out, Mr. Dairy, the trash can, it's oh, Bud. Oh fuck now, there's two Chuds in my town. Let's not forget about that poodle, Todd. Randy can't stop jerking off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, the, but, but, the, the no ton. singing, no singing. Oh shit! <laughs> God damn it! Why do we keep doing that? Oh, because we're so good at it. <sighs> we're
1: losing listeners by the second with this shit.
0: <sighs> we're doing
1: fine. Okay. All right. Okay. You good? Okay. So we're on to the next Are day. You... Oh, I'm I'm great. I'm ready to, to start this whole new scene here where Chud Dog and I again this is another <laughs> Chud scene. Chud Dog <laughs> I'm just gonna throw that out there. Chud Dog. Oh, I hate this if so If you much, didn't laugh at, come on, if you can't laugh at this, this is fucking hilarious. I the I can't. The little sister is watching through the front window of Steve's house while Chud Dog just
0: manhandles the mailman. <laughs> Okay, this part was actually great because he's, you have he's the little the little dragging sister. him all
1: over the yard. He's flopping him all over the place. In the last scene you the last shot you see of the mailman in this scene is him just getting ripped down the sidewalk <laughs> by this fucking poodle. This is fucking hilarious. This no, movie that's is funny. That's if you don't good. think so,
0: I, I I don't know what to tell you, man. Greg's movie's it. fucking terrible, but that's like I, I I I don't know. It's like getting peed on by R. Kelly. You're just like, oh god, it at burns? least he, at least, he a, at least he drank a lot of water today, and it's not the morning right after his cup of coffee. Yeah. This movie uh, is
1: its very much like getting peed on, like R. Kelly, in that uh, I watched it with my grandma, and my eyes burned afterwards.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this was just like watching. Uh, this was just like getting peed on by R. Kelly, meaning that I absolutely loved it.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> just, a, just a little, little sprinkle of chud here and there. <laughs> delicious, oh. delicious, and nutritious. It's good for you. Um, yeah. But no sooner does this mailman get dragged down the sidewalk, but the government arrives. Do they? Which is becoming a theme in our, our latest, the latest like four or five films that we've watched. There is a a strong government presence. They arrive and they want to speak with Steve because. When him and Kevin stole that corpse, it was all on camera. They know exactly who he is. They know exactly what he did. Yeah. And uh, apparently they know his address. Um, but Steve is not at the door. His mom is. And they tell her, your son stole some government property. And just so you know, he's dead meat. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why I love the colonel so much, because he does not pull punches. He's just like, your son is dead. When we find him, we're going to fuck him up because he stole something that was ours. And that thing that was ours, it's an animated corpse, and it's going to fuck everyone up.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Your town is doomed. So he's actually, he's kind of, in a way, he's playing the harbinger role, um, but he's a little more proactive about it. He's coming to you. Oh, he's Ralph? Yeah, you're not stopping at his gas station. He's coming to your house to tell you that you're doomed.
0: Oh, God. So this, is a,
1: this is a multi-tiered character here, man. This is what I'm talking about. Every character in this movie is an iconoclast. You think they're all going to be just the shitty stereotypes that you see in every one of these dime a dozen, you know, horror zombie movies. But they're all they're all catching you from different angles. They're all fucking, they're a brick in the mold. These are not stereotypical characters.
0: Okay. It's entertaining. Sure. Yeah. Something yeah.
1: new. It's something fresh. 1989. Stand up. Take a look around.
0: I mean, okay. Yeah. I, I guess I guess I could appreciate that. You have a very skeptical look on your face,
1: and you're right to you're right to think that, I think.
0: Yeah, no, I hate this movie. Yeah, I can
1: see that. See that. Yeah. It doesn't mean we're gonna stop talking about
0: it. <laughs> we can't. We have to keep going. Yeah, we got a little ways. A little ways this movie I, at this point in the movie I'm convinced that it was written by a twelve year old.
1: Well, Katie and the boys overhear the the government threatening them and they panic. So what do you do when you panic? You go to the mall. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) They naturally think, hey, uh, you know, I don't know, maybe Bud went here for some reason, which obviously, is this not a Dawn of the Dead reference?
0: Yeah, yeah, they do have a lot of references in it. And yeah, yeah, this is totally uh, a Dawn of the Dead reference.
1: where, Where would this shambling corpse go if not to the mall? Because he's programmed with consumer tendencies, blah, 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 you know? Social commentary. here you well, are again.
0: Yeah, it's a deep movie, Greg. I get it. Blah, and just, blah, blah, when blah. Uh, just when you
1: think that they're, just when you think that they're going to blow your mind with their intense, uh, just deep dive into social commentary, then you get a scene of Bud fucking around in a fountain eating a fish. <laughs> and I gotta say, this is hazardous. This is like he eats the fish, but you know, like based on the rules of of how chuds work, at this point. That fish is going to turn into a chud fish. So he threw it right back into the mountain. Totally. That's, that's just a fucking chud fish floating around forever. the next kid is that shows up to throw a penny in there and make a wish. Oh, I want to meet Santa this year. Oh, God, there's a fucking chud fish on my face. It's, a, it's, it's just a hazard. They, don't, they never revisit this. They never address it later. Even at the end when they eradicate all the chuds, sorry, spoiler, that fish yeah. is still fucking there. It is still there. It's, I mean, chud three... Could easily branch off of this fucking fish storyline. Anyone who hears this, patent pending, copyright right now. I'm writing this script. Don't steal it from me.
0: All right. So the same person that fucking wrote this movie wrote "Honey, I Shrunk the Kids" and "Honey, I Blew Up the Kids." Oh, and I'm just blew trying up the to kids. what? Blew up oh. the kids. It's important it's important <laughs> distinction. Very important. Uh. And he also he also wrote Doll Man, which I like. Doll Man, and I like Honey I Shrunk the Kids.
1: Yeah, and I know you like Honey I Blew the Kid, which I saw in your internet search history. His hey, 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 hey! hey. Very different
0: film from what he wrote. <laughs> blew, up,
1: blew up the kids.
0: The, the guy that fucking directed this movie directed that fucking shitty 1987 Rumpelstiltskin movie. Remember that one? Yeah, they
1: kind of they gave away the name right at the beginning, which is kind of unfair. <laughs>
0: How did you know my name? It was in the opening credits.
1: I bought the ticket, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just a wee goblin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how movie feeders work. Is, it, is that a good uh, good Cockney accent? I don't even know if that's right. I,
0: I, that was not. <laughs> I'm not good at accents. All right, let's get fucking through this movie, goddammit.
1: <laughs> well, anyway. Um, oh, this is one of my favorite scenes, actually. Once, um... Once Bud uh, converts the, the chudfish, which again...
0: What the fuck, you? Every one of the scenes is your favorite scene. Oh, a it's from the mailman. End. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it turns out I really like this
1: movie, unlike some of us. It turns out, yeah. The Sorry there's no naked kids in it, but i still enjoyed it. <laughs> so anyway, this is the barber scene where <laughs> the, the barber is a... I don't even think we see him turn into a chud. He just walks into the barbershop already as a chud.
0: Well, no, because Bud just walked out talking about what a sweet, fresh haircut he got.
1: Yeah.
0: Which he he looked exactly the fucking same as he did before the movie. Yeah, that's
1: funny. So he chudified the barber, naturally. Chudified him. Now the, the barber has an overly talkative victim just jabbering on and on in the barber chair until he gets aggressively razored, which this is sort of an exception because every other chud, mostly Bud, but <laughs> so far, they've always just been biting each other. But this chud shows that he can use tools. He's learning. He's a learning chud.
0: He's they're mutating. evolving. They're mutating. Yes, yeah, very they're good, getting Greg.
1: Better. It's a-
0: yeah, I know. Uh, you know what else is happening? This is also another scene that is a kill off screen. Every one of the kills is off screen, yeah, and we see I see a little think bit of blood here, though. I- chud blood. Sure. It, it was also it was hammer horror blood. It was incredibly bright. It's very yeah. It did not look real. It looked like somebody. No. Someone
1: threw a bunch of like red paint into a ketchup bottle and just like sprayed it onto the mirror, like
0: basically ejaculated uh, onto the mirror. It, it, it's 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 also very unclear on how you become a chud because like I said before, the chuds chud. the chuds are so hungry yet they're not even eating people. There's no scenes where, like, intestines get pulled out. There's no scenes of, like, like just chomping down. It's just a crunch. Yeah, there's no and gore. Then,
1: there's literally no gore.
0: Literally no gore, no tits. Keep going.
1: Well, it's all very cartoonish, you know? It's supposed to be fun. Fun for the whole family. Sure. You know, sometimes you don't need tits. You don't need... Go- uh, what am I saying? That's, I, I can't even lie to you anymore. It's a tough one. It's a tough one to get through. I'm just trying to just try to enjoy it. Just trying to just try to think the fish is funny. I just want to think the dog is funny. The fish is funny. <laughs> <laughs> They've got some good gags, man. It's okay. Uh, it's not so he looks chachi. <laughs> Scott Bayo, please. Ah, Baio. Bayo, guide me through this movie. <laughs> Actually, you know what, this next scene is, this is like my favorite scene from the movie, because a chuck full of, (sighs) I almost said a chuck full of truds, a truck full of chuds (laughs) pulls up next to Katie and the boys at the Bossy Burger, where naturally they love to hang out and eat their meat. Um... And if you again, if you pay close attention, as I did uh, this last weekend on my quick trip to Intercourse, Pennsylvania, where I wasn't raped by a man named Tom Jones, <laughs> there is a burger on the menu called the Bogus Burger for twenty nine cents. Which I really just want to know what that is.
0: Uh, I, I don't think there's meat on it.
1: It's bogus, right? Because so maybe it's bogus. It says
0: just a. It's just a bun with maybe like some lettuce. No, they just give you a bun. Just a bun.
1: No. Uh, a no bun. condiments. No. No tomato. Yeah, no and onion. that's where
0: you, you just say this is bogus. This is
1: bogus, man. This is I why did I make this bogus journey to the bossy burger with my friend who is named neither Bill nor Ted. He's a Bud. He's a Chud. And he showed just... up in a truck with other chuds. And now they're eating the man behind the counter. They yeah. attacked the man behind the counter. He's oh yeah, dead. spoiler alert. Yeah, what did you think was gonna happen? All these chuds showed up. The guy's trying to sell him burgers, and they're like, yeah, we want meat. And he's like, yeah, I know you want meat. It's a burger place. And, uh, yeah, they eat him. They attack him. They turn him into a chud. But what happens next, easily my favorite part of this movie, because Graves and uh, the colonel show up, and they waste no time. The government... Does not fuck around in this
0: movie. No, they don't. Graves pops out, and he starts popping caps. But, like, what the fuck is he shooting at? I don't even know. He's also, like, 30 yards away from the place. He's not really hitting uh, anything, but he's showing some, some strong initiative. He's showing some mustard. He really wants that promotion. He totally does. So he jumps out. Pop, 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 pop. And that's where Masters goes, what are you doing? Shoot the trunk. Yeah, I don't think he had to shoot the trunk. He could have just popped it. I mean, one of them had the key, probably. Sure. Uh, so the trunk pops open. You got yourself a gr- fucking rocket launcher. Uh, and I, apparently, this is where the budget, uh, the whole fucking budget, with where they blew up Bossy Burger. He does not skip a beat. He
1: blasts a rocket right into the front of the burger place and just destroys it. He just doesn't like. He doesn't ask questions. He doesn't. He doesn't consider there might be civilians still in there. He just blows the thing up. He's no. not concerned with property damage. He's not concerned with any kind of liability. He's just like this. There's Judds in there. They got to go. And just with, like one, Joe, with one yep. shot from this rocket launcher, he blows the whole fucking place up. Dude, it's, just like... It's a satisfying like explosion.
0: Very... But it was also like Toby Keith fucking blowing up an Afghani village, man. Like, uh, no questions that's, that's asked. Depressing. Just went right to it. What would have been funny
1: it would be if Graves, like, slow-mo dove away from the, the explosion...
0: You know, like okay, uh, you could have done something like that. Okay. I, I, I didn't need any more of this movie. <laughs> it was an hour
1: and twenty six minutes too long. So by this point, you've already gotten bored. You're not. You're not really. Uh, you're not into it anymore. You don't think this I was, wasn't. was funny? I thought this was funny. I thought the bogus burger was funny. I thought the missile was funny. Um Explosions. Uh, that's always entertaining. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm really trying to sell you on this and I feel like it's not working.
0: No, I'm not very good at this. I don't work in sales. You're fine.
1: <laughs> well, if that didn't work, how about this one? The next scene, <laughs> giant tits everywhere. There's fucking there's people are throwing syrup all over them. They're sopping them up. There's fucking pancakes on titties, breakfast food. Someone's scrambling an egg on an asshole.
0: You, you know didn't... what? I would totally get the sugar diabetes for this, but none of this actually happened. You're not in. You don't like breakfast foods and nudity. I I, I love it, Greg.
1: Okay, that was a deleted don't, scene.
0: Don't yeah. lie to our don't lie to our fucking listeners. They love us and they rely on us for the fucking. Was,
1: I'm just trying to make you happy.
0: Thanks, man. I appreciate it.
1: So anyway, um, the government sees Bud uh, leaving in a truck, and uh, Steve and all the kids they ch- they decide to give chase with the government close behind. Um, and we end up in a barn.
0: Yeah, I don't know how we end up at, like, fucking Friday the 13th Part 3 barn right now.
1: Well, they followed, uh, they followed Bud back there. So they enter the barn, and, uh, Bud is standing there kind of mysteriously, kind of ominously. He, he's got his back to the door, and they walk in, and they're like, that's the guy. That's who we're here for. We need to, we need to capture him somehow, but they don't really have a good plan on how to do
0: it. No, they don't. So instead, uh, not Steve. Who's the other one? The nerd? Kevin. Kevin ends up grabbing a pitchfork and stabbing uh uh Bud right through the chest, which might be one of the only real effects in this movie.
1: And this is where he find uh, out that they
0: cannot be easily killed. No, as a matter of fact, he doesn't feel a fucking thing. But you know what? Apparently, Bud does feel a kick to the balls. a fucking kick to the balls because he he sees Katie and he is momentarily uh,
1: love struck, paralyzed. Which, because that's apparently that is his target for this whole film. That's the uh, that's the woman of his dreams. He's yes. driven by pure animal lust, and uh, so he, she takes he, advantage of that.
0: Yeah, so he gets fucking uh, clobbered in the dick. Yeah, and that's where Kevin drops buds. I uh, I would say other only weakness, which happens to be a haystack. Sure, it um, turns out that Chuds are uh, are very uh, uh, susceptible and allergic to hay. I they don't, don't like know, it. but this took him out. They get, they get the out. hay fever. I mean, it happens, man.
1: It's a real thing.
0: Uh, but I this mean, is
1: right about the time where a character that I called Farmer Benedict Cumberbatch <laughs> <laughs> enters and uh, starts going crazy with his shotgun. Um, he blows a chud through the side wall. He... Uh, yep. Attempts to reload, but he's a little bit slow, and he immediately gets chudified. Um, Does he? Yeah. So while he's doing that, he was sort of not a very important character, but he is a notable addition to Bud's uh, mounting chud army, which we we get to see shortly. Uh, he's been slowly walking through the whole town and just amassing a uh, just a cadre of chuds to help him yes. in his mission, which. I can only assume. I think his mission is to bang Katie. So that's it. I, I, no. I'm assuming he's 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 recruiting all these other
0: chuds just to like help him, just to hype G- him up.
1: Gr her. <laughs>
0: I don't want to. say uh, uh, No, no, no. I think I, I. don't think it was to 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 kink.com her. Okay. I think it was more uh like like to hype him up. Oh, you think? Like like they're Ooh. just all like oh bunch dick is so big. This is gonna be like a Vietnam kind of situation, huh?
1: Basically. Ew
0: yeah yeah
1: senseless war it's a senseless war
0: you know what isn't all war greg what's so civil about war anyway
1: (laughs) (laughs) but right about this time the government shows up with a bunch of flamethrowers uh they destroy a bunch of the chuds and they freeze fry the fucking farmer right yes right in his place they freeze him up they got these cryo guns and uh we realize this is how they take care of shit this is the only way to stop it, Chud. you got to freeze them, and then gotta after you freeze, freeze them, them, you got to burn them. It seems like an elaborate process, um, but our, our kids take note of this. They do see what goes on, and they say, huh, we might use that later on at some point.
0: Yeah, they do a little mental note. And yeah. It's at this point, at this fucking point of the movie, where I go, how and why is there another 35 fucking minutes?
1: Really? It just kind of just sort of flew by for me.
0: You're a piece of shit.
1: Because <laughs> this is where Masters finally confronts Steve. They finally meet face to face, and I gotta say, it's hilarious. He barks right in his face. He goes, "All right, kid, where's the chud?" <laughs> Steve's like, "What do you mean? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Oh, uh, oh, that guy? Oh, that's my science project." <laughs> and he's like, "Come on, smartass, or you're going to prison." And you know what they make you do in prison. <laughs> oh, we all know. Toss the salad. We all know.
0: We all so, know.
1: Um, they scoop up all the kids. They're like, we're taking you back to the government facility or whatever the fuck it is. And we're going to yep. go out and we're going to blast all these chuds. We've got to contain this menace. Uh, but you kids, just so you know, you're in some deep trouble.
0: So. Oh, are
1: they? This, again, might be one of my favorite parts of the movie. He busts out a pistol takes one shot at Bud's truck, and the whole thing just fucking explodes.
0: Because apparently that pistol is also a grenade launcher. He super bads the shit out of it. And he's like, well, we don't want them following us. No, don't want to get these chugs behind the wheel, because there's one thing that Colonel Sanders knows, Colonel Masters knows, is that if Michael Myers can drive, so could Bud. And that's actually, that is
1: kind of hilarious about this movie. The zombies can drive trucks.
0: I mean, yeah, sure,
1: why not? It's a, it's a fine line between hilarious and incredibly stupid, but I'm going to go with hilarious.
0: Okay. I mean, you don't see it too often. There's that. If okay, this is the only time I will ever say this. If this was trauma, and Lloyd Kaufman did this movie, I
1: would enjoy it. You know, Lloyd would be playing uh, Colonel Masters, though, and it would ruin
0: everything. No, it wouldn't. Because he'd be because derping he...
1: around like. Nap, 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 nap. Yeah. Hello, boy. Because... Nice to see
0: you. I'm just grabbing everybody. I not He would nope also myself. be surrounded by so many tits. Oh my god, he's the worst. And there would be the the chuds would be throwing up everywhere. There would be poop well, you know, everywhere. There would be a
1: lot more entertaining special effects. I'll give you
0: that. Yes.
1: You know, this this uh... is could have been a trauma thing, yeah.
0: Oh, uh, you know what else? I, maybe, maybe Lloyd Kaufman would have been the colonel. Maybe that fat guy would have been the colonel. I don't know. No, the fat guy would have played Graves. Good.
1: He would have been, would have been a government man. Yes, yes. It, 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 good, good. <laughs> the fat guy would have played the fucking Bossy Burger. He would have been, a, he would have been in the Bossy Burger bathroom, just diarying everywhere <laughs> while things were going on outside that were just totally unrelated to the plot.
0: And at some point, Toxie would have showed up.
1: Yeah, one thing's for sure, there would be a lot more liquid poop in this movie if it was a Troma
0: movie. You know what? I really wish Troma did this movie.
1: <sighs> I
0: wish they did the movie. I begrudgingly agree.
1: I love it as is. Oh, but you Mostly know because this, of the presence yeah. of, of the chudfish. But yeah. you are right. If, if Troma took over, there probably would have been a much better special effects budget.
0: Kabuki Man would have showed up.
1: He doesn't have to. He would have been, they would have hidden all of these characters in the final dance scene. They would all yeah. be like background. At the background. At, at the high school dance, which we'll get to. The band uh, would have the... been an offensive Asian stereotype. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt about
0: it. Um, <laughs> but, but at the same time, though, Katie would have totally been raped by all the chuds. So maybe Jeez. this is a good thing that it didn't happen. It's a, it, it is
1: a very good thing. <laughs> <I> mean, maybe <laughs> you want to watch that movie? I don't want to watch that movie.
0: I wanted to watch it until I realized that yeah, the chuds would have totally have like raped her, and that would have been it. Jesus, yeah. Well, that's trauma. It's dark.
1: So you're saying the the ending would have been the same, except Katie would have been at the bottom of the pool. <laughs> yeah, oh, dark man. I don't know if trauma got that dark. I thought they were usually kind of slapstick and- You know, good-natured
0: fun. You know, sometimes they like to take that A24 route. All right. All right. So so Colonel Sanders, Colonel uh, Colonel Masters blows up the truck.
1: Yeah. And we we cut to Bud and his newfound friends continuing their endless pursuit of meat. And a character that I just called Dr. Jim Beam is (laughs) autopsying the mailman while drinking heavily.
0: Oh, that, that good old uh, bit where the coroner is hammered never gets old. Right? Or just eating a sandwich or like Yeah, the, the uh the flippant
1: coroner who is a disregard for the corpse in front of him and he's just sloppily eating a
0: fucking ice cream sundae. <laughs> I think, I think the most the most accurate depiction depiction of a coroner is Brian Cox from The Autopsy of Jane Doe. Oh, any so other good. any other time they're like Oh, they haven't shaved in a week. Their fucking mayonnaise is dripping in the autopsy. Like, it's... <laughs> their
1: their hand is shaking because they're trying not to touch
0: the buttocks. Yeah. Like, yeah. Realistic. That's what they're going for. Realism. So,
1: um... The, the awesome thing is, uh... I mean, predictably, as we all could see coming, the mailman wakes up as a chud. He attacks Dr. Jim Beam. Chudifies him. But... The beauty of this whole thing is they're best friends now, literally (laughs) besties. They decide to romp down the sidewalk to the local bar, where they enter. They quip back and forth. They're having a great time. They go inside. Great taste,
0: less filling, which is a very dated reference for our uh, our fans here too. Yeah, it's Manwich. So they go inside (laughs) and they chutify everyone. It's fucking hilarious. So as this is going on, we go back to the kids who are being interrogated by Graves. And, uh, Steve is getting a little bit of an attitude on this, and it's like, dude, you are literally the fucking reason why, like, the entire city is in shambles. Like, you're the cause for so much death and chaos. Yep. And if this was trauma, possibly a lot of rape. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in that sense, I'm kind of glad it's
0: not. But he's just shrugging his shoulders, doing the Bart Simpson, like you said, whatever, don't have a cow, man. (laughs) I didn't do it. (laughs) say the line say the line (laughs)
1: so do the uh, roar we get a quick scene where chuddles the chud dog chuds sam the driver and we don't really we've been introduced to sam driver earlier but he is the guy that's been driving the government car the whole time he's just like a military guy he goes to take a piss or something in a bush and uh chuddles gets him turns him into a chud and uh actually this part Not only is it one of my favorite parts of the film, but I think it might have also been your favorite part of the film.
0: It's my favorite part of the film because we finally have a fucking reputable actor in the movie other than uh, uh, Colonel Masters. And I'm talking about none other than Freddy fucking Krueger himself, Robert Englund.
1: Yeah, he makes a cameo just kind of walking across the street with a a child that I assume he kidnapped. It's Um, actually his niece. And this is the moment where just out of nowhere we realize this takes place on Halloween yeah right they didn't Uh, mention uh, that at any point earlier in the film all of a sudden it's just halloween night
0: so now i I feel like you're kind of like skipping over this real quick and it's uh our listeners are like wait robert england's in this fucking movie yeah he's in this movie for five seconds and he's in it by like sheer accident they they filmed him committing an actual crime yeah basically (laughs) uh and i love how menacingly he looks even though he's not dressed as freddy Krueger at this point because he looks guilty he looks terrifying. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Robert Basically, England he dressed like Freddy Krueger before they started him on fire. Robert, yes, exactly. Uh, Robert England is literally holding hands with his niece, yep. and he just happened to be walking or through a neighborhood. <laughs> but I mean, this is my this is kind of a
1: major theory that I have about this film again because it is way more than meets the eye. Uh. I feel like this might exist in the same universe as the Nightmare on Elm Street movies, and this might be just a major prequel. So you're saying that that
0: is actually the Springwood slasher?
1: I think that that is the slasher himself, Freddy Krueger, uh, committing some of those unspecified crimes that led the, uh, the local parents to put him in a furnace.
0: Well, what actually happened was, is that Robert England is a talkie talkie guy, and he saw that there was filming going on by him, and he just walked over and it was like, hey guys, how's it going? I'm Robert Englund. Uh, yeah, I'd love to be a part of this, just uh, I'm SAG, so don't credit me. I and want to be in your he, movie, but I don't want to have to do anything. That, that was it. That's literally it. I think they caught him on camera abducting a child,
1: and he, he played it <laughs> off like he was acting. <laughs>
0: Like, hey, guys, was that good? Did I look real creepy? Actually, actually, Mr. England, I think the most convincing part was the niece that kept saying, please help me. I don't know this man. Did I look like I was going to put this kid in a van against her will?
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty good like that. <laughs> oh, Robert. <laughs> really? Really? We don't even have to credit him? Awesome. Perfect. Cut Great. it. Print it. We got a fucking movie here. Thanks, Bob. <laughs>
0: So we got, uh, we got ourselves a group of chuds that are going around trick-or-treating, and then we got a group of chud kids that terrorize an old couple by eating their fucking bird, Dumb and Dumber style. Oh, it's awesome. Sure.
1: Yeah. And uh, right about now is when Bud crashes through the window to attack Katie in the government facility. Um, no, he's
0: just looking to Fuck.
1: He's, of course, he's been looking to fuck this whole time, but this whole he, time. Uh, he drops her picture out of his pocket while he's menacing her, and uh, they all go, uh, they all decide they're going to go to the big Halloween dance. But this is where the kids and Katie realize Bud is obsessed with fucking, so we might be able to yes. advantage of that at some point. Yeah, of course. And sadly, this is where we get Game Over for Graves. This is like this is like yeah. um, Bill Paxton in Aliens, where he, he makes his last stand just to allow the kids to escape from the, the government interrogation room while all the Chuds take over and uh, he goes out fucking shooting, but he, he does dies
0: a hero.
1: Yes. That's he's a fucking he's a stallion of a man.
0: He's he a is. warrior.
1: He's a lion. He's a Spartan.
0: A real Joe exotic.
1: He's a real exotic tiger king.
0: Exactly, sucking all the chuds dicks.
1: By which I mean he's a possibly homosexual meth addict.
0: Possibly. Possibly. But I mean, uh, I mean, I don't want to put words in like your mouth, but yeah, that's totally what you said.
1: Yeah. Uh, I said possibly.
0: Possibly. It's it's questionable. All right.
1: I I like to think that they keep that ambiguous.
0: So we're going, uh, at this point now we're going to the high school dance because that's where all the Chudskys are going, right?
1: Yep. Yeah. And they are, they're romping down the street. Like it's a fucking thriller video. <laughs> like they're oh. actually doing like a, like a West side story-esque dance, um, right up to the, the front steps of the, I think this is the high school,
0: right? Yeah. The high school. Yeah. We're yeah, the... all
1: back around, man. It's reincorporating the setting. It's fucking, it's a brilliant script.
0: I do, okay, the one thing I will give it up to the movie is the continuity. The chuds never change. It's always the same chuds that you've seen throughout the movie. There isn't, like, added It's actually the
1: subtitle for Chud Part 3, Chuds Never Change.
0: Chuds Never (laughs) Change. I can fix him. Us chuds don't change, baby.
1: Uh, I thought
0: I could fix him. I
1: keep getting older, chuds do change.
0: (laughs) So Matthew McConaughey is right next to Bud the Chud. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, I do love that as uh, they do that little shitty Michael Jackson dance going in. Chuddles is, how could still, you that? Chuddles is still in the lead.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Chuddles is now the lead Chud. He's the, the front man. He's the Michael Jackson of this thriller video. Yeah. And he's incredible. He's good at it. He's fucking. I don't know how they trained this dog to be so amazing.
0: They probably... Uh, bud probably just had bacon in his pocket
1: you know what probably or yeah. it was bud's dog
0: <laughs>
1: he may have brought it onto the set and like hey i know there's no part in the script for it but i got this dog he won't he won't leave me alone
0: God, i love dogs but i hate poodle so we should much put
1: him in the movie <laughs> um anyway just to just kind of streamline this we get a fucking party massacre where these chuds all enter the building into this school halloween dance where uh, there's a band playing on the stage who I can only describe as, I mean, they look like if Kip Winger was the front man for the Ramones. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Um, They keep playing the whole time. They're like, they're totally unfazed by the massacre that's about to happen. Just like Um, Travis Scott. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. This is Travis Scott in 1989, where Chuds and local uh, high school dance attenders are mingling but the dancers don't seem to realize that there's chuds among them and the chuds are just fucking dominating. They're just, they're sneaking in there. They're getting involved in the dance moves. They're doing their whole thriller thing. Uh, But it's a whole mess. Yeah. They're all just fighting each other and flipping around and just, we know where it's going. Everybody's going to be a chud in a matter of
0: minutes. Now this sounds the way Greg is describing it. It sounds incredible.
1: It's amazing. It's so fucking good. It's a great scene. It's hilarious. There's uh, literally The dance no... moves are well choreographed. The music no. is great. Kip Winger no. fucking kills it in this role.
0: There's literally no blood in this scene at all. God, <laughs> I, I, As this is going on, we have our two, three, I don't want to call them heroes. They're, uh, they're, they're, yeah, they're the kids. They end up killing the science teacher, and that's where... I, I... <laughs> they
1: get their ultimate revenge
0: Against uh, Mr.
1: Johnson, y- yeah, whatever his name was. They start him on fire. Or no, they, they freeze him with a stolen cryo gun from uh-huh. a government van that they took to the school. And then, again, brilliant piece of script writing, re- a little bit of reincorporation. They electrocute him with the electrodes that Steve is going to use on the frog at the beginning. Bingo. And he explodes. This is how they realize this is how we're going to kill these chuds. So, yeah. they whip together a master plan real quick. They're a couple of stupid kids, so it's not really well developed. But they say, here's what we're going to do. Uh, Kevin says, Steve, we got to lure all these chuds into the fucking school pool. The netatorium, so to speak. And then we're going to freeze them. We're going to zap them. Then we're going to go home. We're going to fucking, uh, I don't know. You can eat a pizza. I might bank Katie. Do you so, get like a gremlins,
0: a, a gremlins type feel from this scene too?
1: Very much so. Okay. I also wonder, how did Kevin know there was a ton of liquid nitrogen next to the pool? <laughs> like, why was that there?
0: Oh, your high school didn't have that?
1: I mean, it might have, but I never fucked with it.
0: No. Well, Maybe I just it, didn't like, notice it. That's where they would, like, make the ice cream.
1: Ah, okay. Okay.
0: Yeah. You were doing and Dots? Uh, dude, it's ice cream of the future.
1: Making and Dots out of the piss-filled water that was in the school swimming
0: <laughs> pool? I peed in that pool a lot.
1: So, yeah, long story short, we all knew this was coming uh, because Bud's been obsessed with Katie the whole time. She runs into the locker room, changes into a swimsuit that's just entirely inappropriate for a 1980s high school. And uh, they all look at her. Sexism is alive and well. They go, meet. And they chase her down the hallway. Like, I don't know what they expect to do with her when they catch her.
0: Greg, you know what? Chase maybe, her this, maybe this is a trauma movie. Yeah, it
1: kind of there's, you know, there's some there's some trauma elements. Yeah. And again, plenty of social commentary, man. It's got a lot to say.
0: It's a basically a Jordan Peele movie.
1: It's brilliant. It's yeah, genius actually. Um but just when you think there's actually something, you know, going on intellectually here, we get the finale. That's where all
0: the chuds, they literally fall into the pool like fucking lemurs walking off a fucking cliff. Yeah, it's just lemmings uh,
1: lemmings off the cliff, man.
0: The the lemmings that's what I meant. Lemmings, fucking dodo birds, whatever, just all dropping into the fucking pool.
1: And this is Uh, hilarious because after the last one drops in the pool, kind of just as a final fuck you, Steve just kind of whips a life preserver at him. (laughs) (laughs) Just like... Here you go, assholes. Like, <laughs> he just throws a life preserver. Probably hits one of them in the head. I wish they would have shown that. I wish they would have shown that, like bonking off of one of their heads. But I don't know. Maybe they're not as funny as me. yeah! The plan goes into action. They throw a bunch of uh, liquid no, nitrogen tr- into the yeah. pool. It was strategically placed right next to the pool. There's like probably
0: 12 canisters of it. It takes oh a really yeah! Long
1: time just cracking these things and tossing them in, and uh, then another Demol-
0: De- Another Demolition Man reference we have here, uh, j- you know, just like Denzel Washington, they all get fucking. Fr- I Jesus Christ, I'm so tired. Uh, well, they they dangerously just throw like, all the nitrogen in like into blade- the water. <laughs> just so like what- fucking blade, they. Uh, uh, wow, blade I am. Blade too. I'm, I've been the drinking Blade whiskey thing? and I'm so tired.
1: Yeah. So well. All right. Let me handle it. They freeze all Thank the chuds, uh, but naturally Bud is way too horny for that. So he starts emerging from the side of the pool. Oh uh, yeah,
0: and he starts sniffing out Katie and man. follows her up the fucking uh, the diving board. Chasing her all the way to the top. It turns out we got ourselves another Reanimator reference here, but instead of Reanimator, we get Bride of Reanimator.
1: Yeah, it's fantastic. It's you thought Bud... this
0: movie wasn't deep. No, it's so deep. Deep so much that Bud rips out his fucking heart, holds it to Katie, and says, Please? Yeah, and at this point, you're just like, You know what? Maybe Bud's just awesome. Maybe he's just he's, just, uh, he's
1: looking for a little bit of affection.
0: Maybe he's not turns a out, raper. Turns out he's a simp.
1: Yep. Katie's not having it. But meanwhile, our boys are down at ground level struggling to figure out how to shock the water because for some reason they didn't think this through beforehand. They're just like, yeah, yeah I don't know, we'll wing it. So they're, they're ripping wires out of the wall. Kevin's doing calculations in his head. Uh, at they, that
0: point, when he's just dropping in the fucking water, like, you don't have to like figure that shit out. It's, it's, it's electrifying. Apparently there's more to it, but uh, our main That's guys, they're, they're puzzling over these wires like two guys
1: trying to jump their car battery for the first time. And uh, <laughs> meanwhile, Bud's still up on the on the diving board, trapping Katie. Um, after he, he tears his heart out, she's basically like just terrified and crying. Uh, but this is where Kevin and Steve finally uh, deliver the coup de gras to an entire oh, pool yes. full of chuds. They they destroy. This is where we get all of our special effects. We see all the bodies exploding. The the, the frozen chuds are just erupting. There's lights. Beaming from them. It's all fucking great. It's Um, literally the
0: end of Gremlins 2.
1: Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. And uh, Bud, frozen, falls, shatters into a million pieces, and uh, his head, which is still kind of flapping, is X'd to death by Steve. Yeah. And now, yeah, uh, this is the end. The movie's over.
0: Now, my, uh, my big thing, too, is that... I, I kind of thought that they were going to go a route where Katie sympath because they they kind of did a uh, like a little bit of a a tease where Katie starts talking about how she feels sorry for Bud. You want to see uh, her
1: fall in love and have little chud
0: children with Bud? Honestly, I thought something like that was going to happen. I thought that would have been a nice little twist.
1: I mean, as hot as that would have been, uh, they they denied us that, and instead no. we get the government arriving just a little bit too late to mop everything up. In um, all the all the still surviving towns, people wonder, who were all these monsters? Where did all these chuds come from? But what they're not really considering is that it was like everyone in town. <laughs> like everyone was a chud.
0: Literally the entire, the,
1: the entire downtown turned to chuds and went to the school.
0: Literally the one barber. Literally everyone at the high school. Yep. You know, your only coroner. Yep, I'm farmers, pretty sure the law enforcement. The mailman. The, they the only the only mailman in town is a chud
1: every prominent member of society <laughs> apparently in a small so, town
0: was chudified i'm pretty sure like critters too i think a whole town was just like wiped out
1: yeah by the critter ball i think it's devastating
0: i love that critter ball
1: that's so good it's, it might be one of the best things ever we didn't get one of those a chud ball would have been nice i would have really enjoyed a chud ball in this movie Right. Bud right at the center, like running it around like it's a big fucking like hamster wheel.
0: <laughs> I, so obviously the uh, th- that wasn't just like the ending ending. There is other bullshit. I don't even want to talk about it anymore. Uh,
1: well, there is a little bit of a twist. Ooh, ooh, is there? Yes, there is. <laughs> <laughs> to answer your question, and it's that Kevin and Katie, uh, they end up getting married. and they live happily ever after (laughs) he goes on an adventure around the world and everybody has a great fucking time as a chud yeah then we we cut to steve who yeah he got fucked up immediately (laughs) he's like yes hey guys i'm going to fucking i don't know europe or something and he gets five minutes outside of town tries to hitchhike becomes a chud uh colonel sanders is in the back of the truck with chuddles the poodle yep it's fucking great. But guess what? Chuds weren't eradicated. Now we're Chuds. Stay tuned for Chud 3. The Chud name. Uh, the, the, yeah, Chuds. Chuds got more. <laughs> oh, Chuds. <laughs> That's Chudzilla? a terrible title. What, Chuds what's, what, got more. What, 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 would he, what did we say the name of Chud 3 was?
0: I, I don't know. Probably Revelations. Okay, yeah, yeah. It was, it was Chud Revelations. Yeah, uh, all right. So I'm giving this one out of five. Uh, the movie felt like two hours it was an hour and 26 minutes there were no tits there was the humor even fell flat. The,
1: the the bud the chud theme song played during the credits
0: two out of five stars
1: okay thank you god right. thank you for that
0: extra the point. But, uh, you know what and i like the mailman scene 2.5 scaries out of five i love this movie
1: five out of five easily Ugh. easily this is a great one. I, I am disappointed that you don't you do not understand the humor of Bud the Chud.
0: Oh, you made me a
1: look like <laughs> like what the fuck are you talking about? I,
0: I, I, I don't know, Greg. I you're my best friend and I respect you, but goddamn it, I fucking hate you. I think we're That's... gonna
1: have to we're gonna have to agree to disagree on this one.
0: Right?
1: Because <laughs> Bud the Chud, in my opinion, pure genius. And the only thing, the only flaw that I would give this, the only reason I don't give it a five point five out of five. Is that they never at closing at the end of credits they should have showed that chudfish in the fountain. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what happens to the chudfish. I want to know if some kid comes up to it and uh, you know just continues the, the chud legacy from that fish because you know it's still there in the mall. The government the didn't find it. Yeah, they don't know anything about it. They don't know it's there. Nobody froze it. Nobody electrocuted it.
0: Greg, I'm pretty sure that chudfish is being coy. You sick son of a bitch.
1: <laughs> why are you so good at what you do?
0: Uh, <laughs> this, Lloyd, Lloyd Kaufman wrote my script.
1: That's why we're the best at this, everyone. We're damn that scary. Damn
0: that scary.
1: Coming at you with chud sequels, even when you don't want to know about them.
0: All right, so, guys, uh, this week and last week, we kind of stepped away from the horror element, and we brought you some fun yuck yucks. Yep. Uh Next week, we are going to get back into horror, and it is going to be brutal. Man-Eater Month continues. It will continue. Uh, so we're going to give you the fucking brutal, and let me tell you what. We're going to close out with, uh, I believe, might be one of Greg's favorite movies.
1: Real Ultimate Terror. And Song.
0: And Song. Yes, because if there's one thing we love, is a musical. And Dancing. And dancing? Ted dancing? Oh, I was thinking of Glen. Well, that's a whole... That's a Dancing. It's pronounced slightly differently,
1: but I, sure, I've, I'm okay I've, with
0: him. I've had a lot of these. These are uh, very strong whiskeys. Well, there's the only thing that you have left to do then, my friend. And what's that? That's love each other. Oh, and that's to care for one another, for one I believe other. our friend Will would say. Yeah. And uh, But more importantly, Greg keep it spooky. spooky damn
1: that's scary